Rom Companion. Rom Companion. Rom Com. Companion. Rom Companion. Rom Companion. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the uh, season premiere of uh, Rom Companion. As always, I am your host, uh, David. Um, this is Rom Companion, the podcast you can listen to alongside your favorite rom coms. The way it works is. You pop in the DVD, you hit play the same time we do, and then it's like having us in the room. You're probably asking yourself, David, why are you explaining this to us? Why, why are you, I'm a big fan. Why are you telling me how the podcast works? Well, I'm not doing it for your benefit. I'm doing it for the benefit of our guest today. That's right. Uh, this is a wrong companion first. Uh, this is going to be uh, a two, a duo. So you're getting two for the price of one. You're going to have two round companions on this uh, movie viewing experience today. Now, uh, this is always the intention with Rom Companion. I have always wanted it to uh, have, you know, uh, a different guest and just have different points of view. So it's not always just me watching a rom com by myself, pretending like we're together in a room. Uh, I wanted it to be uh, engaging. Uh, so that's why I'm explaining it. And uh, my guest today, uh, she's a very talented comedian, very funny writer, uh, all around uh, a great person. And I, uh, I just realized she probably can't talk until I introduce her, so I'm gonna <laughs> stretch this out just a little bit longer. Um, I have nothing else to say. I need your help. <laughs> tag, I'm gonna tag her in. This is uh, the, the hilarious Emily Powers. Thank you so much for having me. I will be your companion today for Rom Companion. Awesome. And now, uh, uh, Emily, you mentioned before that uh, uh, you've listened to a couple episodes. Uh, so we're going to do things, uh, uh, you know, just the way we usually do. But it is going to be different. So this is kind of like, this is a lot of pressure for you. But I don't want you to feel too much pressure. But it is kind of like a, a new pilot, you know. Like we're kind of redoing things. So hope you're ready to... Yeah. Know, test the waters. The success it. or failure will be on my shoulders. Oh, yeah, definitely. 100%. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. Is If this is terrible, we're not putting this up and uh, I'm unfriending you. Oh, good. I'm glad <laughs> the stakes are settled. <laughs> All right, now that we know uh, what's on the line here, uh, the movie that we'll be watching together is going to be uh, a favorite. And you've heard me mention it on a couple of the Matthew McConaughey uh, episodes I've done before. We're going to get there. We're going we're gonna to go all the way around the world with all the Matthew McConaughey rom-coms. So this is number three. This is going to be 10 Things I Hate About You. Uh, before we get started, Emily, your relationship to the movie, what do you think about it? I absolutely love this movie. <laughs> that was me, that one was me. I have not ruined anything so far, that was David. Um, yeah, it was filmed partially in my hometown of Toronto, so I'm very loyal to this film. And that uh, yellow dress, gold, if you will, mm -hmm. at the end, we all know the dress. There are very few experiences in my life that I can directly link to my coming out. And that dress made me gay. Oh, wow. Yeah. You saw uh, Kate Hudson descend from those stairs looking like Princess Belle. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's what I want to spend the rest of my life with. Absolutely. I was like, I do not like Jake from math anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Poor Jake. No. <laughs> what, what would he wear? Does he, what was his style? He liked a, a good uh, low-hanging basketball short. And, like, do you remember Zed, the clothing brand? I think that might be a Canada-only. <laughs> the might little be. Zed shirt and some okay. basketball shorts. Okay, well, uh, uh, well, you know, I'm sure he's doing just fine now. Maybe he should find a new uh, uh, fashion uh, yeah. uh, stylist and 
they'll point him in the right direction. Funnily enough, we tended to match. I had a very similar middle school style. <laughs> oh, whoa. So that's what you were drawn to. You were yeah. like, I want those. I want those. That was a great pants, <laughs> but I want them for myself. <laughs> Don't know how I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever shop at Zed's, the Zed store? <laughs> The Z section of Zellers in Canada, yeah. perhaps. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we'll get to it. I want to talk about the Toronto. First of all, I did not know that this was partially shot in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So we're going to need to talk. You're going to need to point it out to me because this, this movie felt like New York through and through. Wait a second. What am I saying? Toronto and New York, I guess they are the same. They trick you. They, yeah. they shot the big locations of New York and the rest are Toronto. That makes a lot of sense. That's a big uh, money-saving uh, uh Technique. All right, we'll definitely talk about that. Uh, and then one last thing, she did already mention it. Um, this is going to be a different Ron Companion episode. So uh, Emily is Canadian, and uh, she lives up to the stereotype, super polite. Uh, I was fully intending to, to feed her, to you know, take care of the talent. Uh, <laughs> but in true Canadian fashion, she went out and she brought uh, pizzas for the two of us. So I have my pizza, you have your pizza. <laughs> you might hear some crunches, some some chewing, but again, you know, uh, a repilot, that could be something that we do moving forward. Have a snack. Because that's what a real movie like movie night feels like, right? <laughs> you're not eating alone today. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> hey, if you're if you're listening to that, like, here's your opportunity. Go ahead, fire up that oven, preheat it for 400 degrees. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and put in that pizza, leave it in there for 10, 15 minutes, mm-hmm. uh, and then hit play again and then we'll 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 do it together. <laughs> All right. Um, I think we're ready to start. Uh, Emily, anything else you want to mention before we uh, synchronize our playback? Oh, no. Let's dive in. Let's dive in. All right. Everybody, get your How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days <laughs> DVDs ready. We're going to go ahead and start together in five, four, three, two, one, play. See how that, see how that works? That's a good transition. <laughs> I'm going to get into this pizza while we get to this great montage. <laughs> but really quick, I will say this. Um, I love this opening montage. And I think as a kid, I must have um, skipped over it too many times. I didn't realize how much information is happening. Because you, you basically get to know Andy uh, and her work uh, visually, which is really smart. Oh, Composure Magazine. Oh, I should probably ask you that, by the way. Uh, so here's our introduction. And again, she's trying different things and she's writing these little how-to articles. These kind of feel like blogs, what we would recognize as blogs, right? Absolutely. So it kind of, to me, like I, when I saw this, it really drew the connection. I was like, oh my gosh, Mag- you know, women's magazines are just like today's BuzzFeeds or today's uh, Medium posts or whatever. She now, is the modern day influencer. Yeah. Now, did you ever uh, uh, read any of these? At all? Uh, this is a fake magazine, but like, did you read... Canadian Vogue or Canadian <laughs> Allure? <laughs> Just regular Vogue. <laughs> you know, I did Pop Tiger from the ages of like 10 to 13 and fell off the bandwagon because I became what we like to call pretentious. Mm. I was a very into a classic rock kind of high schooler, so I wouldn't go near it. Uh, but now I've come to terms with who I am and yeah, I fuck around with some magazines. <laughs> I hear that they um, they really changed. Like a lot of them have kind of rebranded. Someone told me that Teen Vogue now you find like a lot of like hard hitting political, oh, yeah. uh, like sociological articles in there. Like just kind of challenging. I, I'm guessing teenage girls, right? I'm thinking that's their target audience. They they challenge them to 
expand their minds and to to like think like you know I guess act local, think global. Teen Vogue's doing great things. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. What she's. So what happened is all like. And I guess, you know, this is, this is the trope of all journalists, right? Mm-hmm. Every single journalist in every movie, maybe just rom-coms, but I feel like every movie, it's always just like, oh, I don't, I'm sick of writing fluff pieces. I want to write the hard-hitting stuff. Those women eventually became editor-in-chiefs, and yes. they're like, we're finally doing it. This whole magazine is doing politics, <laughs> economics, finances, gender uh, inequality. And I'm all for it. I love that she's so into sports as well. She's the classic, um, <laughs> I'm not like other girls. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got like real big, cool girl vibes. And we'll talk more when they really dive into it. But uh, 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 I think they do a good job of it because it's not just like, I'm a cool girl, but it's just like, this is who she is. Totally. Through and through, truly. But here's something that's really interesting that um, uh, I, I found out when I was researching this movie. Kate Hudson was 23 when she shot this. No. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah. Mind-blowing. And let me check. Let me check. Uh, this might be, like, one of her, like, earlier roles. Um, I think, like, her first role is Almost Famous. Oh, another incredible movie. Yeah. Oh, I take it back. She actually did uh, uh, quite a few uh, films. But I would say this was one of her breakout roles. Yeah, definitely Almost Famous was the role that put her on the map. But this was only three years afterwards. Um, but here's what I will say. Some people say, oh, that's nepotism because she's, you know, Goldie Hawn's daughter. But here's what I'll say to that. You find me any Hollywood <laughs> daughter, uh, whatever you would call them, Hollywood princesses or whatever, yeah. find another one that could do Andy Anderson. And then I'll shut up. But, like, come on. She was born for this role. Yeah. I feel the same way about, like, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, another one, you know, obviously a famous uh, Hollywood family. But like when you watch her work, because she she saw us super young, mm-hmm. like she put in the work. She didn't just get it off of her name. She got it. Yeah. Uh, she earned it. Same with the classic Ben Stiller moment mm-hmm. at the museum. He earned that too. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I have, but you're like, you're saying this is a Ben Stiller moment, or he like fought against nepotism rumors, or fought against nepotism. Uh, okay. <laughs> And gave us Night of the Museum. <laughs> okay, I'll get it now. It's funny that, so you consider that his, his magnum opus. Yeah, I mean, Zoolander's great too, okay. but, but that one touched me, yeah. Understood, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you were like, okay, he's not just Jerry Sutter's son. This, yeah. this is an artiste on his yeah, own. Yeah, I cried during that movie. Okay. Uh, really quick, uh, we have our introduction to oh. fucking that jawline. Woof. <laughs> Woof. Uh, the motorcycle. So we're talking about like the, the cool girl. This dude's totally Ooh. the cool guy. He's like every, on paper, right? Like that's the guy you want. Absolutely, motorcycle driver. And mm-hmm. come on, Catherine Hahn. We're in the renaissance of Catherine Hahn. I forgot that Catherine Hahn was in this movie, but I do. Here's what I, I honestly do remember when I watched this movie um, as a kid. I was like, she's great. She's a like because we all know that the, the rom com best friend. It's so hard to do it and make it original because it's such a a type. You know, it's such an archetype. She made it her own. She did a great job with it, and uh, look at her now, you know. What a girl. Was she this won her an first Emmy? role? Uh, let me check. Let me check. But did she win uh, an Emmy? I'm Get not up. sure. I'm not going to let you lose your job. I'm talking she should. Oh. She should have, yeah. Oh, Agatha. Agatha. Oh, okay. This was her... Ooh, second film. Yeah, second role. That's amazing. Wow. And before this, she had, like, uh, the movie... She's just credited as woman. 
So it was probably like an extra roll, just like a, a under five. So this is her breakout moment. Yeah, because after this, oh, she got had to uh, win a deal with Tad Hamilton. She got uh, Anchorman. So um, yeah, this is star making role. Um, so uh, now, okay, so really, okay, actually, really quick, really quick, um, we we did a whole thing with Andy, and now we're taking a look. We're finally diving into um, Ben's world, right? But can we agree that this is Andy's movie? She's a protagonist, right? Mm-hmm. He is, but just a, a, a accessory or a you know a plot point within her journey and her her growth. Okay, good. Let's just agree on that because that's going to come into play uh, later on. And what an accessory! Look at yeah. that body. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but he he's the again the the prototypical rom com male lead. Great creative job in advertising. Great body, motorcycle, the blonde hair. Uh, uh, rare, rare to see a, a, a blonde male lead. Um, some of you know in the past, you know how I feel about blondes. They've had their day in the sun. Brunettes. Well, here's the thing. In all these movies, it's always like, oh, I'm just a brunette. I'm just like, yeah, we're like 80, 90% of the world. So like, hold your head up high, brunettes. So it's not so much about putting down blondes. It's more so like, well, it's not that bad to have pigment in your hair. No, absolutely. Um, but yeah, he's he's one. He's a, he made it through because most of the times male leads are uh, darker haired, tall, dark, and handsome. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we got this. Um, Why does this always happen to me? So this is this one that I've, I'm really glad to have a guest for because I never have a chance to dive into female friendships. How often are you crying about a, a bad breakup to one another? It depends on the friendship. I would say definitely not this often. A lot of my friends are in long-term relationships now, but you tend to get that best friend or person in your life, sometimes acquaintance, who you're the go-to person to cry to. Yeah, that so would be me. So I get this friendship. Yeah, <laughs> that's who I am. But unfortunately, like with male friendships, we don't really do that. I don't really have anyone to go to, so I end up seeking out mm-hmm. like acquaintances, you know, whoever will listen. To be honest. And that's exactly how I feel. I just want to express myself in this moment. Mm-hmm. Should I get a therapist? No. <laughs> it costs money. Yeah. Should I channel in something healthy like fitness or uh, into reading or, or, or working on myself? Why would I do that? No. no. I want to be able to extol all and I'll put all my anger, all my frustration, the, the stuff that I can't work out on my own. I want to. I want to. <laughs> I want to burn bridges with it, baby. <laughs> Use and, the heat. In an hour and a half, you can laugh, cry, all of the above to a nice little rom-com. Oh, no, don't do that. Don't psychoanalyze me, Emily. Because I think you just you, you just touched on something that might be true. Yeah, I self-medicate <laughs> with rom-coms. Uh-oh. If, if that rubbed anybody the wrong way, uh, don't worry. We're going to cancel Emily. We're going to mute her out. How dare you call us out and confront us with our, last. <laughs> our inner darkness. Oh, the hair in this movie as well. The blowouts. Mm, explain, extrapolate. I, I, there's something special about Kate Hudson's hair. No, what's a blowout? Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, it's when you blow dry your hair with a circular brush. Mm. So it's exactly what Andy's got going on, where it's a little bit of curve okay, at the end. Just it's looks like, like, like vol- volume. Mm-hmm, volume. Ooh, I like that. Very early 2000s. That's so insane. Okay, again, I don't know a lot. I thought that was natural. 
Oh, no, no, no. I thought they put in a, a conditioner or something that gave it some a little bit of bounce. That takes work and effort and time? Oh, yeah. yeah a little bit of Pantene. Why L'Oreal. would anybody put themselves through that? I mean, look how good it looks, though. What's next? Who cares? I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> they do this for themselves, all right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and here she's pitching the politics. Mm-hmm. So here's something that uh, I really want to touch upon, because um, we've seen this before. We've seen this happen where it's just like the whole rom-com premise is like put upon them. It's always like, like never been kissed. She just gets like yelled at one day and they're like, you're going to go to school. And it's always like, like, oh, I don't know if I can do this, blah, blah, blah. The thing I love most about characters like Andy She's in charge of it. She is fabricating and manufacturing this moment. So she's like, I'm going to lose a guy in 10 days. It's not like, uh, Andy, your assignment is to lose a guy in 10 days, right? Because then she has no agency and she's just like, oh, fuck, I got to do this, right? It is uh, uh, her brainstem and also it's done so. Wait, we're talking a lot over um, this. This is super like. Michelle's personal life for a story. Oh, I want Super to fun. Like, no, uh, no, um, no. she's looking out for a friend. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, she's doing this in service of her friend who is like feeling really vulnerable and they want to exploit her pain. Again, what are these magazines doing? Like, what is their, their, their mission statement? It's true. It's like clickbait. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's just like, oh, I went through a breakup. Let's turn it into an article. <laughs> you know, doctors hate it when you break up with, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Experts hate when you, when you when you list these breakup you know yeah. symptoms. What you're saying about agency goes into the whole idea of trying to lose the guy as well. Because um, she's in control, she thinks she's in control of the whole process. Oh, what a movie! I'm excited. What a great conceit. And I, I thought about this because as I was watching, I was like, wait a second, this is kind of backwards because she got dumped. Why would she like? Why would you want to? But I. I tried to flip it around in all these different ways, and this is the only way that, to me, I'm like, this is how you sell it. Because it's going to be how to win a guy. Well, mm-hmm. that, you know, plays against the whole, like, pick me. I need, you know, I need a man. It, it goes into that. And it also couldn't be, like, how to how to dump a guy in 10 days. Well, it's like, it's easy. I know how to dump a guy. <laughs> you know? So, um, but here, this is a good one. What crazy logic. But also... They don't really, and the, the only thing, the only criticism I have about like that article is that they don't um, explain the rules. Because how to lose a guy in 10 days? I don't know about you, Emily. I can, lose a, I can lose a date in five minutes. The shortest date I've ever been on, to be honest, 30 minutes. That's a true story, a 30-minute first date. So obviously that wouldn't, like, who's going to write an article about that? So, like, the rules should have been, like, you got to make him fall in love with you first. Or whatever, right? Here it is. It is a great headline. It is needlessly vicious. Why 10 days? And I guess, oh my gosh, is that what it is? Is it like how to like get him hooked on you in 10 days and then drop him? So it's like a, a vengeance thing? A vindictive thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Doing the opposite of what all the men always did to Captain. I see, I see. Oh, I didn't. I, okay, thank you so much for explaining that. Connecting dots. That's a new like dimension of this that I didn't realize. Okay, I like it so much more now because mm-hmm. that was never done on me. But yeah, that's so true. Yeah, because guys will like 
you know, hook up with you for 10 days straight <laughs> and then dump you the, on the 11th day. Totally. We all know that whole story. Look, I've done it. You've had it done to you, I'm guessing. It's all about making them want you, and then once the chase is over. Manipulation. Emotional yeah. manipulation. Got it. Got it. Very familiar. Very familiar. Both sides. Oh, um, here we go. The party. So I, in case they haven't done it yet, I just want to speak to these two um, advertising women here. They're called the Judies. And they're Judy Spear and Judy Green. Uh, my theory, and I don't care if this is disproven, I'm just, this is what I'm going to stick with. I think that it was originally one character. I think it was originally Judy Greer. Judy Greer, famous character actress, very funny and rom-com staple. And I thought when they realized, oh yeah, she can't do it. They're like, well, we can't get any actress to match Judy Greer's, you know, charisma and presence and all these things. So like... Yeah, we gotta split it in two. We had to, we had to split we had to split the load here, and then they're like, "Well, who are we gonna write it?" It's like, "Well, it's you know, who, 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 we already named her Judy Greer. Split the difference, Judy Spear and Judy Green." So interesting. Yeah. So that one's uh, uh, for those of you that know how much I love Judy Greer. That's this is these shot reverse shots. What a waste of time. We just needed one one Judy raising her eyebrow, and that would have done the job. We don't. Diamond is for everyone. Since the message that diamonds are everywhere, which means they're not rare. So here's another thing rare, too. So I like and, and one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. She's right, 100. percent Both of these women are right. The Judies know women; they know how to market to women. How fucking arrogant is this motherfucker to say? I don't know anything about diamonds. I don't know anything about women. But you know what? I want this account. Fuck these two. There's two of them. Fuck these two up-and-coming women rising in the industry, <laughs> trying to work on their target audience. Fuck that. I got it. And why can I do it? Because I can make any girl yeah. fall in love with me. Because I'm hot as hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, we'll get more into this later, but like, uh, um, this movie does not work if they're not like hot, young, attractive, white, blonde people. Absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> The skills required to market diamonds are the same as those needed to make a woman fall in love. Yes. I'm not talking about. No. <laughs> Already, I, I reject your premise. A woman in love. What's diamonds? Yeah, I'm not talking about lust either, ladies. I'm talking about deep, meaningful head over heels. His and her towels. Let's grow old together. L O V E. Why is this guy nodding? I love. That this old. Whatever I don't know his name. The the boss, I guess. The guy that owns the advertising. I respect He's like his or her towels. I'm I'm on the same <laughs> yeah. trend. And, and he's like, I, I this is a huge account for us. This is the, the Lauer account, right? These like they control ninety percent of all the diamonds. I wanna make this a bet. <laughs> yeah. I just wanna see if this horn dog here can actually do it. Can deliver. And if, and if it is, I will I will I will I will hold back these two women's advancement, <laughs> career advancement, <laughs> if this dude can. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. That's how hot Matthew McConaughey is. Yeah, yeah. Again, I love like there's a lot of there's a lot of competency here. This is not an accident. They met with the composure people earlier, so they know that Andy. So again, there's a lot of like I don't know what you would call it. Like smart, like uh, uh, they, they they devised it, you know. I, I love it. Yeah, I guess the word is they earned it. Everything here is earned, because uh, again, you know, if you were just if I were to just sell this on anybody, 
I think I did. I tried to sell it to our friend Natasha last week. I was like, here's, the, here's all you need to know. He needs to make a girl fall in love with him in 10 days. She needs to dump a guy in 10 days. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, they have antithetical uh, missions, you know? That's so that will sell to me. But you're probably like, but how can they justify that? How can you earn that? That seems really contrived, David. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fucking watch the first act and you'll see. <laughs> they got to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he just looked at her for the yeah. first time. Did you see that male gaze, everybody? <laughs> I love it. There's a little female gaze going on right now, too. <laughs> yeah, it's a green shirt. This is, okay, let's talk about this in a second. It's coming up. So, yeah, like, they're both, um, they're hunting. They're all hunting. Like, uh, she's looking for a guy. He's looking for a girl. So it's fair. I guess it's even. But check out how, check out her version of hunting in a second. Agreed. Phil? Agreed. You come to that party with a girl that's really in love with you, Ben. You can make the pitch to the Delauers. But, Philip, you can't. I've made up my mind. To the Delauers. <laughs> to the Delauers. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, so here's what I want to say. She's talking to this dude about yes. tourism. Talking about like, oh, you like first time in New York, about the weather. But here's what I also want to say. Why the fuck was this dude talking to her? Hey, lady, check your man. Why the fuck was this dude talking to Andy? What the fuck? What does he have to say? You're a tourist. You don't know anyone in here. What are you gonna do? Talk about? Uh, oh, you have any recommendations for Broadway shows? I don't fucking think so. Check your man. What the hell's going on? Keep him on a tighter leash. Don't you, if you're gonna go to the bathroom, make him hold your purse outside the this by the sinks. You know what I'm saying? Do people do that? I don't know. Uh, uh, I uh, you know what? Let's just say yeah. There's probably some sad couple out there. We have to make sure that they're accounted for and represented. But There's something about this Hi. martini glass. That's such an important Hi. prop to me. Hi. You think that was like her, like as an actress, like I need to have this, like as like a, yeah. a cements me into the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like some women need a cigarette. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is her cigarette. Yeah. Oh, I love this. This is like a text exchange. Surprising. Psycho? Rarely. Interesting. Perhaps. Hungry? Listen, here's the thing. I do a lot of, look, look, you guys know this. I do a lot of online dating. I do a lot of Tinder. (laughs) If I could get away with these one-word responses back and forth, oh, my gosh. You kidding me? So, like, that dialogue, really quick. That was not good writing. That's terrible. (laughs) If you're thinking, like, oh, my God, this witty banter, blah, blah. If it was witty banter, it would have been set uh, paragraphs, paragraphs, paragraphs. But it's not. This is, like, uh, Emily, the the pages are due tomorrow for the meet-cute. What should we do? I'm gonna check this out. Oh, shit. Oh, like, here's a writing exercise I learned. Here's a writing exercise I learned. You kind of summarize what you want to say in one word, and then that'll be like our placeholders. We just put in the one word, and then and then we'll, we'll extrapolate it later. Yeah, you down with that? And then they just never wrote their full sentences. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the outline for the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the guy, but the, the guy who wrote it, the producer's like, this is, this is a really interesting choice here, what you've done. Just yeah. one word back and forth. It's very, like, sexy, very, like, let's just seal the deal, because they're both on board. Yeah, and that's what the writer's doing. It's just like, absolutely, nodding, quietly nodding, looking at each other. Like, oh, He's fucking. He likes it. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. That was intentional. I'm glad you picked up on that. <laughs> <laughs> and that made it all into the movie. Oh, here we go. So, is she? Do you think she's starting already? Or do you think that she? I think they've selected each other to be the experiment. So why is she like not on board with the motorcycle? Shouldn't she be like? 
yes handing it, just be like, oh my god, motorcycle. That's go. fair. Maybe she's a, maybe it's a part of her flirting tactic to give a little bit of push and pull. Mm. Have you, if, if your first date tried to take you on a motorcycle, what would be your reaction? Actually, let's talk about this first of all. They just met at a bar, they're getting drinks, and they're going to dinner together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get it? <laughs> it's 10 days. <laughs> it seems Excuse me. fast. We have to, like, we have to, like, like, every day, they see each other every day for like 10 days because it's, you know, it's a movie. We gotta squeeze all our beats in. I get it. Both. But never in my life. This is Never would I even want, I don't even want this to happen. I want to go home, I want to, you know, get oh, ready yeah. and plan out this date. But they go straight from drinks. <laughs> they did not have the phone number yet, probably doesn't have the last name. They're getting dinner together. So intimidating. Oh, yeah. No, my roommate would think I was dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's like a safety issue with this, too. It's a lot of concerns. I'm just like, he's not risking anything. She's putting her life on the line. Also, after the end of 10 days, I thought about this. Who's to say he doesn't get jealous or possessive or react violently? We all know this happens, okay? Some of us personally have reacted violently before. Absolutely. <laughs> you reacted violently? Oh, yeah. David, oh, I, no. Well, why, did it, uh, why didn't you give me an 11th day? I need that 11th day. So after the 30 we just, minute look, date. We just admitted how bad it was for Catherine Hahn. You don't have any sympathy for me? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, no, obviously, don't react violently. Um, would you consider? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> would you consider like uh, uh, messaging them after they blocked you to be violent? Oh no, I was thinking like or like email them. It's like, oh, you blocked my phone number. Here's an email. Oh, you blocked my email. Here's a Facebook DM. I'd say that's like a little much, but I don't think it's violence. So there it is, folks. Emily vouches for me. It's a little much, and that's where we draw the line. It's a little much. It's just a little much. It's not too much. Well. <laughs> no, you said it. You can't take it back. It's recorded. <laughs> so it's on the text. Yeah. All right, one last thing here. I just want to, um, fun little game I want to play. I don't have any questions, obviously, but this is the question I want to ask you. During this whole thing, this whole movie, mm. you have to tell me at what point you would have left Andy and mm. at what point you would have fallen for Ben. Okay? Ooh. Oh, yes. Absolutely. So starting now, like, as we think about it. Same with you, yeah. yeah. Came. This is a great first date. Drinks, dinner, back to his place. But if I showed up at a guy's place and he had a fucking basketball hoop, <laughs> I would not be staying. You're not, you're not on board with the basketball hoop? No, in the living room. Okay. No. <laughs> I guess, I guess so. I mean, you're telling me that I should take down my basketball hoop. Is that, is that like your subtle way of telling yeah. me that scaring women away? That lacrosse man in the corner is not going <laughs> to cut it, man. Okay. Damn it. Um, so for me, this is when I would fall in love with Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what You put on the Nelly and you're trying to oh, light the candles. I'm like, this, this is uh, really, like, I know what's happening here. I'm in love. Start shopping for rings. <laughs> yeah, I'm a size seven and a half. Oh, my God. Oh, but he changes it. You're right. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I would still like the candles, though. He could have left the... Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I like that. See, so he's changing, too. He, he, his normal move, which I guess works, <laughs> is Nelly and yeah. candles. But he's saying, can't give her the usual. I gotta, I gotta switch it up. I don't think Nelly... If someone played Nelly and expected me to have sex with them, I don't think it would go down. But you're in the wrong timeline. Go back to 2003. <laughs> there you go. Maybe it was... Yeah, that's like... Who knows? It was a time... <laughs> it was a relevant uh, uh, song, you know? 
Like, who's the Nelly of today? I love this role, role reverse though, too. <clears throat> mm -hmm. She's trying to, uh, you know, seduce him, right? Get, get in the bed so that I can do the whole thing, right? Where I make mm -hmm. you, like, want me and then I can drop you. And then he is like, no, come make out with me on this dresser. <laughs> so I, I do appreciate that there is, like, a nice little role reverse over here. Uh, but I will also say, why doesn't she fuck? Yeah, go to the night dresser. You ever, you ever made out a dresser? No. <laughs> Best place to make out. What the fuck? Yeah. Bed's too soft. It's like a, it's like a <clears throat> three little bear situation. You just like, yeah, it's a lot of core. It's a lot of like, yeah, prop yourself up with your arm. Your arms get tired. Dresser, sturdy, solid. And you think, is it a little bit hard? It's kind of the point. You know, you want something that like anchors you down. If you're going that way, why not just a couch? A dresser seems so... Do you see a couch in this there. room? Do you see a couch in this room? I rest my case. If there was a couch, yeah, of course. Emily, they should have never gotten the bedroom. They should have. Look, and you know this, everybody. I'm a huge proponent of waiting until like the fifth or the seventh or the ninth date. Odd, odd number, right? So first date, only couch action. Only couch action. You know, only over the, over the shoulder action, too. Why an odd number? I don't make, I don't know, to be I honest. One's an odd number. Yeah, but one and three, I think, are a little bit too soon, all right? All right, that's I think fair. that's a little too sudden. I want to get to know you enough. I want to make sure that it's safe, comfortable. <laughs> okay, hold on. They do make it to the bed. I just watched this last night. Do they have sex? No, no, he stops himself. Oh, cool. This is a steamy scene. Yeah, no, it's because there's the connection there. There's, like, true, real chemistry, like, you know that he liked her and she liked him. I mean, oh, it's Matthew McConaughey. absolutely. And they're like, mm, too fast, too fast. <laughs> and the and director's like, just like, keep rolling. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, there's some actor chemistry going mm -hmm. on, too. I think far and away, the, uh, out of all the rom-coms that he's done, this is the actress he has the, the most chemistry with. Spoiler alert, ja, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, worst chemistry. Really? Yeah. I could see that. Oh, here he is. Little rent moment. <laughs> Toss him the, in the keys. <laughs> hey, Tom Collins. <laughs> oh. Also, this white eyeshadow she's got going on. Very early 2000s. Didn't even clock that. Didn't even know that they made a white eyeshadow. Didn't even realize yeah. that white was a color for makeup. A little frosting. All right, so that's our, our first act. And I think, whoa, he, great first act, right? And um, what is this? How long has this been? 28 minutes. Just think about that, folks. This, they did that in 28 pages about, give or take. How much they were able to squeeze in her whole life, her whole career uh, uh, ambition, his whole life, his whole career ambition. And then we got the meet cute. Like, we set up all the players, too, all the different friends. He's got these two friends. She's got those two friends. She's got the Judys. Amazing. This is... Uh, if you're a screenwriter out there, uh, fucking take notes. This is this is a perfect rom-com first act. This is your Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, yeah. Uh, throw away Joseph Cannibal. Throw away Save the Cat. I want you to just use this outline. This is your stru story structure. Take notes. I like the art direction going on right now, too. Just like big. messy frat boy or frat house. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's just a poster that says swoosh behind him. <laughs> <laughs> well, to, uh, obviously to show that he likes sports, right? Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. I show not tell. That's, <laughs> that is that is directing 101. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Um, uh. You work in advertising. I work in, I've done advertising mm-hmm. before. These guys in this room, this type of thing, do you, do you, do you, does he feel like a real person so far? I think Andy feels very real. Andy feels very real. He's a little much, although I will say I have met advertising bros who have the sheer confidence of him. So mm-hmm. it's like real adjacent. Yeah. The sports I, is a lot for me. I think that ca- people like him or characters like him is the reason why a lot of guys go into advertising because they think it'll be like that. Mm. It never ends up being like that, though. No, no, no. Or if it does, like, run away. Yeah. You have a pool table at your office? Like, <laughs> you your job your- does not care about you. <laughs> Walks in, calls his coworker Kitty Cat. I'm yeah. Like, okay. Andy Anderson. If you're gonna, if you're, if you're, if your like promotion depends on some bet, really yeah, like that's get get away from that. They don't care about you. So here we are. We're. Um, I can't believe I left it there. See this banter. Now this <laughs> is good banter. That one word bullshit. This is fun. Oh, she's smart. This was a huge uh, Hail Mary for her. Because had he not found them, had he not dug through them, or had he just been a dick and been like, oh, hey, Tom Lennon, do you want to go? For Adam Goldberg, do you want to go see Nick's game with me? She would have missed the game. And she loves these Knickerbockers. These Knickerbockers. So, um, again, uh, uh, the whole thing about this, again, she's a strong character. So much competency that she knew that that would work. I love it when they have these, like, she hooked up. You tell me. Andy, you're so All right, meet me at the 7th Avenue entrance. 7.30, don't be late. You got it. Bye-bye. I love that they're, they're performing this, too. This is to an audience. And I don't mean us. I mean their friends. They're, like, their respective duos right here. Have you ever been on the phone to a potential lover with your friends? Oh, I wish. All these phone calls always happen, uh, like, when I'm home. But, like, for the moral support, I would love it. It's not, again, I wouldn't do it to show off. I would never be, like, speakerphone, like, hey, babe, we hanging out tonight? I would never do that. But I would be like, um, is, <laughs> hello, is, is, uh, is June home? Can you put June on the phone, please? It's her mom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, this is David from school. We have chemistry together. Oh, I'm in seventh period chemistry, not like, you know. No, not, not in sexual guys, chemistry. Oh, gosh, it's not working. Can you tell her mom <laughs> to put her on the phone? Oh, That's what uh, I would do if I had that. I was once on a speakerphone as my friend broke up with her just casual boyfriend. She was a bit of a dick, mm-hmm. and I was there to, like, hold her to it. But that's the only time. We should bring that back. Right? Or Emily, like, the next time I ask out of girl. A three-way call. <laughs> I'll connect yeah. you. Oh well, yeah. Well, it's all text now, so maybe I'll just throw you into the thread. Yeah. <laughs> just pull up a Zoom chat. Yeah. I'll mute myself. I actually have done that before. I have a uh, taken screenshots of my texts and sent it to friends. Not in a braggy way, though. Just like a, oh. here's what I said and here's what she said. What do you think? And he'd be like, you should have, you should have asked more directly. Yeah. You shouldn't, you shouldn't give her <laughs> the option to say no. That's real advice I've gotten before. Uh, that's horrible advice. I know. I know. Well, I meant it as, as such. <laughs> yeah, I've done, I think taking Don't screenshots. Don't ask her to dinner. Tell her we're going to go to dinner at 7. And I'm like, yeah. what if she's busy <laughs> till yeah. 7.30? I don't want to 
I don't want to risk that. I want to give it the option to reschedule for a later time. No, yeah, you should. I think sending screenshots of text early on is a given. All right, really quick. This part here. This is supposed to be her first. This is her first move. Her first move. His first move was lobster dinner and making out on uh, the dresser and saying no to sex. Her first move, and by the way, I'm in love with her. Yes. Her first move to, to scare me away, get me drinks during the uh, fourth quarter. Would you, how would you feel if you were in that situation? So, I'm not too into sports, uh, so I wouldn't care. But flip it around, say it's, I don't know, like a comedian I really want to see or like a big moment, mm -hmm. right? I would do it and kind of be upset, mm -hmm. but if I was really into her, I'd still stick around. I'd like do it as a favor for him. Okay, so you you would, but you would you would also you, just like him, you feel so frustrated. Exactly, I'd be frustrated. Wouldn't express frustration to her. Okay, though. can I give you a little bit of advice? <laughs> it's a little unsolicited <laughs> advice, and this is for all you listeners too. Buy her the drink during halftime. You fucking terrible dates. <laughs> what is he doing waiting until the fourth quarter? Why didn't she have a drink in her hand already? Mm -mm. So smart. Listen, I used to be an assistant to a manager. It's called anticipating their needs. And if, you, if you're not, if, you know, if I could be a better assistant to my boss than I am to my girlfriend, then I'm fucking up, right? There you go. And here's the thing. It's not diet. Uh, buddy, uh, you're hard on cash, Mr. Advertising Exec, Mr. Swish on the wall. Get her two sodas. One's a Coke, one's a Diet Coke, one's a Sprite. And nobody... after what she wants beforehand. Emily's playing 5D chess with us right now. She's, she's thinking above... And beyond even better because you know what maybe she doesn't want to drink maybe she wants nachos so mm -hmm. just ask during halftime <laughs> wow I'm be hey uh, 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 even the pros like me we learn something every once in a while too mm -hmm. thank you Emily. <laughs> exactly we've got to keep educating yeah um, so he missed this shot and again I'm not into sports if I was to liken this to like oh we lost like we missed like the funniest punchline mm -hmm. oh. like if I'm watching a movie like I missed when Black Widow lets <laughs> Taskmaster beat the shit out of her. I don't know where this is supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. like, so I guess for me, like uh, moments are missable. I can also just like, hey, what did I miss? Yeah. Taskmaster just let, <laughs> or Black Widow just let Taskmaster beat the shit out of her. He is nice. Oh, okay. Like great. Yeah. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, that's what's going on. I'm filled in. Yeah. So this you're is so adorable. Right still here. in and already in love. Good. Either. Me? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Oh that move again. Well, like I said. <laughs> She would have. She would be. Uh, she'd be going to the bathroom. You know, stand from all the water she would have been drinking earlier. Yeah. Um, I am not quite in love with Matthew, shit. but I'm still with Kate Horse Hudson. Okay. The horseshit continues. Oh, I love what's coming up. So this is. First of all, only five people work here. Listen to her. Listen. What? There's a phone call from Mr. Barry. Hi. Love that actress. I love that choice. Listen, there's no such thing as small roles. <laughs> she does so much. And I would, uh, if I auditioned, like, there's, I, I know I should get cast. Because you gave me that audition, same role, right? Like, hey, David, knock it out of the park. I could never do that choice. I could never make that choice. I could never land that. I want to try it right now. I wanted to, because I, uh, I heard it yesterday. I was like, that's so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure I tried to do what she did. I'll go first. Uh, no. No, I'm not. Uh, Mr. Andy, there's a phone call for you. <laughs> Mr. Andy, it's, it's Andy, or no, oh, Mr. Andy, oh, Mr., what's his name, Ben, fuck, what's his name? Was it Mr. Barry? Oh, Mr. Barry, you're right, yeah. Mr. Barry, there's a phone call for you. Mr. Barry, it's Andy. 
It's online too, Mr. Barry. <laughs> you try it. Um, Mr. Barry, there's a phone call for you. <laughs> Mr. Barry, it's Andy. <laughs> what a woman. Honestly, she should be the next Catherine Hahn. Yeah, I, 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 I need to look at her up later, find out who she is, uh, write a movie, <laughs> become a, a producer and caster. <laughs> Um, also, this little yellow off the number, off the shoulder number. Oh, yeah, that's her color. I think yes. they like the, the costume person. Like when they were doing like the fittings, they're like, "Oh my god, this is your color. Absolutely. Everything you wear has to be yellow." The girl you're thinking yeah. about can't hear. Oh god. So, uh, really quick, before you make any jokes, Emily, I identify with this guy so much. This is me. You all know I love going to the movies. I go to the movies like every week. <laughs> Uh, and I love my rom-coms. I don't care if there's uh, a crowded uh, a theater full of couples. They better shut the fuck up because I'm trying to get my emotions on, you know? I have gone to, you know, midnight screenings of Sleepless in Seattle. I have gone to, like, midnight screenings of uh, uh, When Harry Met Sally. So don't do this shit. Don't do that shit. I love sharing this with you. Can't hear and can't see. You don't shut up. Oh, I wish someone would. Come back tomorrow. I wish someone would pull the boyfriend will beat you up card. <laughs> okay, really quick. Can you vouch for me? I'm that tall and I'm that big? Absolutely. Yeah. This is actually, David was a stunt double for this fight yeah, scene. Yeah, I was a 13-year-old boy, but uh, I grew up, I ate my, uh, you know, my milk and my veggies. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. this guy could not punch. See that? The yeah, that reverse? was David right there. That was me, because... The real guy could not connect, and I was like, you want to show how it's done? 13-year-old me, yeah. punch it. He also couldn't cry. I was also a stunt crier, so it helped cry. <laughs> oh, a classic number right here. I, this move, when I saw this move, I was like, so I, I, when I first saw this movie, I was like, you know, 14, 15 years old, and I was like, oh, this is all right. That's the move. Watching this now, I'm just like, like, what are your priorities at? Like, you just got punched. This woman, like, Really instigated this whole fight. She really orchestrated it so that you would get. She set you up for failure, so you know. And he's just like, "Here's my consolation prize. Come on." Are you, would you still be with Kate Hudson after this incident? Because you're a movie guy. Oh man, I didn't think about that. Yeah. I would have shushed her too, and I have. I have shushed my dates before. <laughs> oh no. But to be fair, one of them answered the phone during. The movie, like in her seat. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. I was like, go outside and take it. And then she looked at me like, you're not supporting me. And I'm like, yeah, because you're ruining the experience of people around you. Oh, shit. Yeah, I get uncomfortable when I'm disturbing people. You're making the lamb. I'd still be with Kate Hudson. Well, that guy wouldn't have beat me up, so I'd still be with her, too. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have gotten the punch, I would have blocked it. I'd probably be like, what do you call her? Like, I'd go hard. Yeah. I don't think he would have hit me. Unconscious man, ever. So really quick, this is supposed to, I think this is, again, really great screenwriting. She's eating this burger, and it's also like there's a fun little joke with her eating the burger and, like, stuffing her face. But it's also, remember, guys, she eats meat. She's an omnivore. So it's like a lot of, another, like, you know, reminder. Like, hey, Kate Hudson, she eats meat. So later on, spoiler alerts, when... She pulls the vegetarian oh, card. Yes. You, yeah, you're thinking this shit through. So clever. I heard that. See, guys, it's a fun little game. Tonight, take smaller bites. 
She looks great. She should do burger commercials. Yes. Here it is, the goodbye. Yeah, this is a gif, I think. That's got to be There it is. Come on in, doors open. We're getting closer. Yeah, but here's what I want to say really quick, though. This guy's moves have been pretty weak so far. I think this is where he picks up. So, like, again, all he's done so far, lobster dinner, make out on the dresser. She was the one that did the... She did the what was the second date? Uh, next game. The next game. She did the movies, so it's been like this guy's kind of a piece of shit so far. He won't even get her a soda, like really dragging his feet. But I think he really does come make a comeback here. So I'm. It feels like there's different rules in the gay world, so I wouldn't be too overwhelmed if someone brought a box of stuff to my house. Oh, uh, I think that this is uh, you know again talking about like the. Like the cool girl thing or whatever. And like I guess I guess she's kind of like now she's playing the the weird girl, right? She's kind of like playing that game. Um, I don't think this is that weird. I think that like they kind of have like a, a a list or like an old book of like you know, like oh my god, my my girlfriend, she's so crazy. She used to bring stuffed animals to our bed. I think that's like very normalized. Yeah. And it's very so. I think for the movie they played up, but I'm on board. I'm like yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Here's um, your survey. Yeah. You love this song? I love this song. Let me ask you this question, though. Why do you think she wrote it about you? Listen. What do you think she was, she was had against you? We were longtime lovers, yeah. and I did become a spy and leave her. Uh, oh, wow. So it's justified. Okay. So you, you, you own up. You, you, uh, you listened to it. You took the hit. I did. I take the hit every time. Okay. And honestly, when I listen to it, I feel bad. Yeah. It's, a, wow. it's my crying song. That's good. They have like uh, the only thing you can access. <laughs> yeah. Funny story though. Before she wrote it about you, she actually wrote it about me. That's then she re she revised it. Well, what, what did you do? To her? Uh, I don't even know. To be honest, I have some soul searching to figure out what I do. Yeah. <laughs> but do you feel sad when you, you know? What? Honestly, I take it back. I don't. I I, I did actually uh, look at our previous like letters and stuff. I didn't do anything wrong. I was perfect. That was the. Um, I was the. You've heard me. I'm like the perfect uh, uh, beau, the perfect partner. So I did nothing wrong. She's just, she's just bitter. That's why she changed it about you. She's like, I gotta make this song justified. <laughs> Maybe your flaw was only communicating in letters. Yeah. Well, no. That's a nice little memory for her to keep, you know. It will keep it. I have no flaws. She has a little David <laughs> box in her closet still. Okay, so two things really quick. Two things really quick. First of all, she ate lobster that first date. Maybe she's pescatarian, but I want you to tell me about this uh, reaction that she has and tell me. Because <laughs> you are a vegetarian, no? I am a vegetarian and I'm dating a vegan. Mm -hmm. um, I think he should have asked her dietarian. No, 100%. <laughs> I, I'm with you there, but I, I want, I'm asking about her. her oh, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little lamby. I wish I didn't. <laughs> Even though this is like, you know. <laughs> By the way, I read that uh, a lot of this movie was improvised. This has to be improvised. Oh, it has to be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I, I've dated a lot of vegans and, and vegetarians in the past. And again, no big deal. And I definitely ask before I you know, yeah, yeah. pull out the asaboka or whatever. Um, I think this movie's pretty bad representation, though. Oh, it's false definitely. representation, first of all. But second of all... Cause this, if you if you never if you never had any friends that are vegetarian or vegan, you would assume that that is how they all react. Right. And you'd be like, these fucking vegetarians. You put a lamb for them, they start crying, they start gagging. You gotta take them to this <laughs> this tofu restaurant. 
But it's not the case. No. <laughs> the barley. <laughs> <laughs> My boyfriend is the best. This I, is around where I'd start getting a little concerned. That's so funny. I was about to say, uh, I would think I would uh, maybe have a, a, a long, hard talk, like a up till mm-hmm. 3 a.m. talk after this night, because she's gaslighting me. I don't think I'm getting gaslit. I do not appreciate, like, gaslight, I don't appreciate it, folks. Hey, everybody, just for the record, if you want to gaslight me, don't. I don't like it. I, I <laughs> I'm love not into it. it. <laughs> what was it your, sorry, what were you saying? I love the slow pan to the lesbians and the judgmental. <laughs> so good. With their judgmental looks. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm with you. They don't paint vegetarians in the best light. It's the crying in public and, and blaming me that I would start being like, oh, no. Yeah. You don't care about missing whatever this is, game three or game four? No. Yeah, I'm just not a sports no, person. I, get it, yeah. I don't even know what my alternative would be. TiVo? DVR? Yeah. Oh, you mean what would be, like, your equivalent? Yeah, that I need to, like, I don't know, like, SNL, but I'm like, uh, I don't care that much. Yeah. Hulu? Oh, my God. Sorry, we missed the game. Post, post. But also, do you think he's in love with her? Because again, the whole idea is that I need to keep him hooked on for 10 days and then drop him. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, like, I feel like she would be more hot and cold because you could lose him. Oh, totally. Kate, if you lose him in, in four days, you don't have an article. You have 40% of an article. What are you going to write the other 60%? Does that of count as a. Oh, how to lose success? a guy in, in 10 days or less? Yeah, do you See, think? Maybe, like, that's, again, I, I, w- I would appreciate more rules <laughs> as to hers. Because he's got plenty of rules. Oh, yeah. He's got no rules. Oh, okay. Uh, here here it is. Go. Never mind. I get it. <laughs> I'm back on board. <laughs> I think I like her, though, because she's fucking weird, and I like weird people. <laughs> I don't know about this part. So this is a really, I think, a very important subject to like kind of dive into, try to explore. You may not know this. All men do name their genitalia. We do. We do name it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think where they get it wrong here, this must have been written by a woman or like punched up by a woman or something. You would never want your name be named Spike or Butch or. Roll the warrior, warrior king. king. Yeah, that's too aggressive. No. You have to understand that, like, this is also, like, you know, when you're when you're not around, this is still my penis, right? right. So it's like, do you want to be associated with a crawl the warrior king? Sure. Yeah. So do you pick, like, just an average name? No, I think Princess Sophia is appropriate. I think more feminine names are also going to work, you know? Like a companion name? Yeah, I don't even think you need to give it, like, gendered names. Just call it something like, you know, Cotton Ball. Cotton Ball, right? Cotton Ball. Because here's the thing, guys, here's, and here's the most important thing. You, do you really want to be, like, you know, at night by yourself? Yeah. Would you rather cuddle up with a cotton ball, or would you rather get it on with... A spike? Yeah. What'd you do last night? Oh, nothing. Watched some TV. Yeah. Night. Uh, knocked Spike around. Come on. Stayed home with Spike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just, just wrestled with Krull, the Warrior King. So, again, I think that was obviously written for a joke. Truth is, men do name it. We tend to give them. Are you, know. you still on board with Kate? What just happened? 
that was she so bad. Oh, she named it. Princess named Sophia. it, and then was like very needy, Hi. and now left. Yeah. Can I see you tomorrow? I would thank her for the name, a very so. appropriate name, and then. Yeah. I uh, would think it's funny. I will. Yeah, 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 yeah. So far, the only thing that would sketch. This might get. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. The the restaurant scene. Yeah, yeah. The, this might sound a little gross, but I mean, sometimes I do get a little bit gross on this podcast, so excuse me. But it's also just like, if I knew I wasn't going to get any that night, like, I would right. still, like, I don't know, <laughs> give. I would still give rather than get, right? I did mention, like I said, it's like a fifth date or a seventh date thing, so this is what, date four, date five? There's no rule against giving. You can give all you want. You just don't get any sex. Is that your rule? Yeah, that's my own rule. Oh my well, I would I would impose it on more people if I could, but for right. now it's just self-imposed. When I have kids, right, right, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna teach them. Yeah, it'll be federal pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, no sex until fifth, seventh, or ninth. <laughs> but in between, you're allowed to give. <laughs> Dear God, your kids will be like, "Oh fuck, Dad's gonna give us the birth and the bees talk again." Oh, the dog. This is getting a little much, because this is now, again, what date is this? You know, like day five? Yes, showing up to work. And you see them every single day. That's the thing that really gets to me. Yeah. You know? I have some Tinder messages that I'm not responding to for three, four days. And maybe that's me, and that's a problem that I need to look inward towards. But for now, I'm going to say that he's doing too much. I'm not doing too little. They're do He's doing too much. She's doing too much. Do you find this dog cute or no? No. 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 Well, I like the sweater. I shouldn't, I really shouldn't judge because the dog didn't ask to be born that way. <laughs> I, I'm a, definitely a cat person, mm. but I, if a dog looks a little fucked, I do th have an endearment towards it. Oh, you like the fucked up ones? Yeah, I like the ones that look like they're a little janky, like you got oh one gosh. weird eye. Yeah, but uneven coat. I, I love you. <laughs> I think this is a great boot, by the way, because just for you that don't know, that's probably a Burberry shirt. Burberry, famously very high, high quality, very expensive. So she got him. I'm guessing, you know, conservatively, a two hundred dollar shirt. Oh yeah, it's nice. It's supposed to be ugly. I think that looks. Hey, that's a nice shirt. People literally pay extra for that. Maybe it was just ahead of its time because that shirt is like yeah. in Urban Outfitters right now. That's a winner. How do you feel about uh, matching? You ever matched with any of your partners before? No, not really. I mean, I'm not against it. I just don't... Um... Not a red flag? This is when I'm out. This is when I'm out. I hate PDA. Yeah. If you make out with me in front of my friends or my coworkers, I am breaking up with you on the spot. Really? Just to restore the balance. So this is the moment. This is the moment for me. Wow. Yeah. The dog's okay, but the making out in public in front of my friends? Interesting. I have reputation to uphold, you know? Yeah. My reputation is, is he asexual? I don't think he has any romantic interest in anyone. Is that your reputation? Yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. I have to keep up that facade. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're going to embarrass me in public, I'm going to embarrass you in public. I'm going to dump you in front of my friends. How you like that? Oh, is that awkward? Maybe you don't kiss me next time. Yeah. I do think there's some some consent boundaries going on. Mm -hmm. But I'm with you. Like That's true. Yeah. I think that's why I have a problem with it. I think PDA... Uh, requires a secondary consent. Yeah. So like, we can make out in one-on-one -on -one in public, but as soon as we're in public now, it's like, you have to ask me again. Yeah. Because it's going to change. Right, right, right? If it's a movie theater, and it's like dark, and that guy's not behind us, okay. 
But if it's like in the it's sidewalk, yeah. we're hailing a cab. Excuse me? No, different not right levels now. of comfort. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. What do you think about frost yourself? Oh my god. God awful. Yeah. And again, you because you're a copywriter, I work in advertising. I, I, I don't understand. Again, this is like a first draft, like frost yourself, because ice, you know, they call it ice. But my goodness, you know. Yeah. It's like, uh, do you want to be uh, a cake? Do you want to be, you know, what else is frosted? It's fucking cold. Like, it's cold. Yeah. The winter time. Yeah, I think diamonds be warm and colorful and, and, and you know, uh, passionate. Icy. Yeah. Frosted flakes. It's like, what is this? Frosted flakes. Is there a fucking cartoon tiger? Women of New York, frost yourselves. Well, I like classic. Perfect joke. The perfect joke. All right, we're gonna take our halfway break after this scene. So whenever the scene ends, I forget how what happens. She's gonna come home. Oh yeah, it's all these. Freaking uh, voicemails. Which guys? I've been here. Have you been here? Getting a bunch of voicemails. Yeah, or text messages. Yeah, yeah. I like it. It makes me feel. You like, <laughs> you're like, oh, you were thinking about me while I was at work. That's sweet. <laughs> I don't mind if it's a bunch of texts. If mm -hmm. they're just like different things, like videos and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think this would be a little overwhelming for me. Oh really? Just voicemails? Yeah, one after the other. No, it wasn't one after the other. It was like 20 yeah. minutes apart, maybe. I don't know, but if you call them, like, I feel like I'd only call someone twice, and then you wait oh, I to see. get a... Well, that's your boundary. That's good. I think that's what you, you have it. But my boundary, keep calling me. Oh, I want to get out of that movie theater thinking, oh, my God, look at that. 17 voicemails. Yeah. I have another movie to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> it's these voicemails. This is my line with Kate Hudson. Really? Yeah, this is actually a little invasive. Because yeah. here's the thing, everybody. This is 2003. There's no Facebook. There's no Instagram. How did she get these childhood photos of Matthew McConaughey? I think she, didn't she call his mom or something? Yeah. Yeah, boundaries are huge with me, you know? Yeah. Me and my boundaries, that's fine. You you violate my mother's boundaries. That's weird. You know. We're gonna yeah. To, we're going to have to put our fists to our palms. This would be when I dropped off. So, okay, so I would have lasted, I think, what is that, day four? You would have lasted day five, day six. Yeah. And none of us are in love. Oh, I'm in love with Matthew McConaughey. You're not in love with Matthew McConaughey yet. Not yet. He's not done shit. Done That's nothing. why. He's not doing anything. This guy's garbage. Yeah. I, I do a little spoiler alert. It's the vacation with the family. Oh, that's our wedding. Oh, I know. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that wins me. That wins every. I mean, yeah. that's when the audience wins them over for sure. This is our um, <laughs> yeah, this would get me. I actually, I would also like the fact that I, if she asked for the photos, I think for sure that's fun and this is great because this shows she has a really good marketable skill, Photoshop. <laughs> but this is day five. Yeah. Of knowing each other. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, you're right. Yeah, yeah. If this was month five, then yeah, for sure. Oh, fuck it. This would yeah. be a funny... You know weekend. Photoshop? Yeah. Can you make my muscles bigger? <laughs> you know? Yeah. But now it's just... Um, it's kind of funny, too. Like, if it yeah. were, like, serious, yeah. it'd yeah. be funny. Hey, <laughs> These are our kids. What do you think? Yeah, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, wow. In little Switzerland outfits? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, especially, like, if you knew that, like, oh. if, like, one of you, like, I'm not really so, so stoked about kids, but yeah, you yeah, did it yeah, anyways. Yeah. I think that is fun and playful. But, oh, yeah, this oh, is the mom. I just showed <laughs> yeah. 
You know, I never connected it, but you know what? This is also the same mom that meets her later. So she, yeah, it's like a separate mom. So why is she like so weird when she's there? She's like, well, yeah, I've been talking to you for a while. That's so weird. I never connected that till now. Glenda. Love you too. Glenda. She said love you. Glenda the good witch. So you and my mom talk, huh? Yeah, I would have, I would have, I would have. Get the fuck out. You're crazy. Don't talk to my mom. And it's like that. Don't you dare talk to my mom like that. I don't think my mom would. Divulge that? <laughs> yeah. That would be your mom violating your boundary. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, you know, again, like uh, the whole like trope thing, they are kind of playing like he's like kind of this macho guy. So the fact that like she knows that he is uh, like wet his bed, like that's like a huge like, how dare you insult? Like I'm so emasculated. I think that is a little off. Yeah. Uh, again, here's the thing. He should have seen this on the way in. <laughs> What's I going on? I the badge is so yeah. awesome. <laughs> Well, that's good. Well, I mean, I'd be a little concerned because that means I might have thrush, but at the same time, like, oh, it's good that she you know, <laughs> is uh, uh, taking care of herself. But then I would probably take some of it in for myself as well. I mean, I'd want her to ask me before she does those, but, you know. Well, I actually don't. I love toiletries, so if she's bringing all this stuff, it's like, okay, good. Now I don't have to get my own uh, carefree pads. So it's good to have. See, again, he's like, oh, come on, man. It's so bad. All right, let's go ahead. Oh, I thought it was almost over. Okay, as soon as the scene over is over, we're going to pause it. Do you have plans tonight? I think the dog would have pushed me over as well. <laughs> you keep scaling back. Yeah, I'm like... Actually, you know what? I think the motorcycle is like, I'm not getting on that. That's a death machine, you know? You're an organ donor because that's, these things go straight to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> as long as... It's her dog and not our dog. It would be fine. You think it's their dog? You think that she adopted it and they're both their names? It kind of feels like like he's taking care of it a lot. That is a, a huge imposition. Yeah. You could not do that. Okay, you know what? One more. We're not. I'm not going to pause yet because we have to get to the to the to the, to the punchline of that joke. Yeah. Okay, spoiler alert. It's Celine Dion. Thoughts on Celine Dion? Canadian treasure. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I, I know people who absolutely love her. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of neutral. It's Celine Dion. Yeah, hell yeah. Idol. Um, I w- I'd be this would have won me over again. Really? Yeah, I would have been like, okay, I was a little bit because we called my mom, but uh, I'm back on board, baby. <laughs> you got me. And she got him a t-shirt too? That looks fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks like a fun date. Yeah. Okay, pause, right? Uh, there. Okay. Perfect. Perfect halfway point. Um, really quick, too. Uh, is it realistic to have a basketball game and no. a concert at the same <laughs> venue at the same time? No. Because as he was walking out, right, he was, like, passing other Knicks fans, like, oh, my God, that was a great game. He's like, and I had to listen to The Heart Will Go On. Yeah. Like, what kind of sports center is this? Madison Square Garden. Is, is, are there two arenas? Actually, I don't even know that it is uh, Madison Square. I don't really know how things work. I mean, I've never <laughs> been there, but I think it is possible. I just think that it, like, oh my gosh, it's a parking nightmare. Why would you do that? Oh God. I think you could. So the answer is just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Don't don't test I'd it. I prefer Celine Dion than doing. Yeah. The next game. I think. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's our first half. Uh, we are at. 59 minutes, 58 seconds. So get yourself synced up there. Uh, Grab a drink, go to the bathroom, do what you got to do. We're going to finish these pizzas, and we'll be back after a break. Woo! 
So, Emily, welcome back. Uh, hope you had a nice break. Hope you all at home had a nice break as well. So normally this is the point where I would summarize the first half, but I actually wanted to see, let's just try something different. Emily, would you mind summarizing the first half? Oh, wow. Sorry absolutely. to put you on the spot. No, let's do it. So we have a classic, you know, cosmopolitan-esque magazine, women's magazine, powerful writer named Andy, wants to write for politics, can't yet, pitches this article on how to lose a guy in 10 days. On the other side, Matthew McConaughey's character. What's his first name? Mr. Ben, Barry? Ben Barry. <laughs> ben Barry. It's Andy Anderson and Ben Barry. <laughs> ben, very sports guy in advertisement, uh, wants to pivot away from sports into diamonds. And he thinks he's so hot, he can get any girl and sell any diamond. Um, they make a bet within the company that if he can lock down any woman, get her to fall in love with him in 10 days... He wins and he can pitch on the, the diamond campaign. They choose each other. Chaos ensues. Right now, Kate Hudson's character has been putting Matthew through the ringer. Uh, and he's hanging on. He's, he's fighting back. Um, and the last scene we just saw, they went to a Celine Dion concert. And he did not enjoy because apparently he needs to see every single game in this season of the Knicks. Thank you. I think that was very beautifully uh, summarized. Uh, and yeah, uh, that's where we're at. Uh, and I just want to say one last thing I mentioned, I was kind of touching upon this earlier. This is, let's not forget Kate Hudson's movie. This is Kate Hudson's yes. rom-com, right? This is her journey. And right now, it's, she's kind of just been pushing him away. We're going to like see this rude reversal in this halfway point. I always talk about how like in the middle of a rom-com, everything always flips. It's always like, we hate each other, and then halfway point, and then it's, we love each other. So we're about to see that, but I do think that it's a little bit weird and a little bit interesting that he's the one that, like, wins her over. Because, again, when we talk about rom-coms, it's never, never be the guy that, I mean, well, sorry, it sometimes is the guy that wins the woman over, sometimes the one that m wins the male over, sometimes it's a, well, no, there's no game rom-coms yet. Uh, but soon. it's Soon, soon, yeah, but it's always the protagonist that has to win over the, the romantic interest. And in this case, again, we've already established, it is Kate Hudson. But we're going to see her take the back burner right now, which I think sucks. But I just want to address it at the halfway point because it's going to, we're going to talk about Matthew McConaughey for a second. Uh, doesn't mean that he's like the winner, he's won over, but like the, the <laughs> script really shifts focus to him in the second half. It does. Yeah. Are you ready to resume? Ooh, let's do it. All right. So again, the timestamp is uh, 59 minutes, 58 seconds. Could I have stopped at an even hour? Maybe, but here <laughs> we are. All right. Let's go ahead and resume in five, four, three, two, one. Resume. After all this, he still didn't leave you. So they you want know? that her to break. It's, like, it's a five-day, <laughs> do a five-day article. You didn't have time, didn't have time to write it. <laughs> Why haven't you dumped him yet? So, by the way, I, I, I was also researching this earlier today. Did you know that this was based off a book? No? <laughs> yeah. What? So, for everybody reading this, I didn't know this until today either. And I love this movie. I've seen this movie a thousand times. I didn't know that. But there's a book, a real-life book called How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. It's like a comic. It's like a, and then the things that she just listed, like being needy, being clingy, baby talk. Those are the things that they list as ways to lose a guy, which is weird. I don't know. Again, it's those things where it's like, be a cool girl. Don't be needy. Don't be clingy. Be into sports. Yeah. Are they suntanning during their job, or is that on their free time? 
Yeah, yeah. Something that I was trying to actually clock this time because it's ten days. Ten days is two weekends. I was like, is this a Saturday? Is this a Sunday? Oh. And there's no way that that would have fought. Like you know, so like it is weird. It depends on when they met, right? That's another thing. They're, they're hanging out on weekdays. Yeah. There's a lot of weekday I gotta dates. Gotta go to work. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I mean, I schedule maybe one, two weekday dates at most, right? Usually like a yeah. Wednesday and a Friday. You know? I got improv, man. I got a Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Sheesh. Emily's got improv, everybody, so she can't <laughs> go on a date. So if you've been wondering uh, why she's so busy, yeah. Mondays <laughs> are off shit up. the books, man. Um, this coming over uninvited. Is that legal? During a plan, yeah. Yeah, while I have friends over. Weird. I don't believe in the sanctity of, of, of uh, boys' night, though. Because I violate the sanctity of girls' nights, so uh, I don't. I don't really care about that. Uh, 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 it's not the fact that I have a boys' night. It's just the fact that you like you didn't let me know. You know, I, I could have told the guys too. It's like, hey, my girlfriend's coming over. Bring all your girlfriends too. Make it a, a, a thing. It's a beats of three. The third time the dog's been on a poker table. Oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah, the felt, right? They, they alluded to that. Great payoff. Now, is that the last time that dog? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's the rule of threes, not the rule of fours. <laughs> this is rude. <laughs> that's kind. That's The cucumber sandwiches, I love. Taking the pizza out of my mouth? That's human decency. I'd break up your, with your girlfriend for you if that happens. Easily. Hurry up. Homeboy's never had a cucumber before. He's oh, freaking grandma. out. <laughs> I also, I think this is justified. Yeah, also, smoking like seven cigars indoors? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. You ever had a cigar? Never. They hurt. I only puffed once, and it is so thick, and it's like, whatever it is, a nicotine. I don't know what's in there, but it is... It assaults you. Because I smoke cigarettes and I smoke weed before. And obviously, it makes you cough. Yeah, like cigarettes make you cough. Yeah. That is like like, like a toxic, you know, like a James Bond torture device. Mm -hmm. It is so bad. Uh, you really have to, like, take really small, like, you know. So, yeah, to be in a room with that many cigars is insane. So, what she's doing is, is like, really rational. She's also looking out for their lung health. So, I appreciate that. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, so this is the other thing I really want to talk about in terms of like dysfunction. Oh, I don't, I, I wouldn't want to say it's dysfunctional, but like a lot of relationships, a lot of men, they do seek out mother figures. Oh yeah. And I, I again, like I don't, I don't know how you want to like, I don't like how that's characterized, but like in this case, we are exploiting that like a joke. Healthy boy. Uh, healthy boy. <laughs> But if he is who we think he is, like if he's, we're playing into this like playboy, then he oh, no. would like that, right? He'd be into that because he would have some unresolved That's mother fair. issues. Yeah. He's like, thank you, mommy. <laughs> Can I get more Cheerios? <laughs> not in front of his friends, though. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Oh, the love that formed. What? Did we get? Yeah. Did we get to the? We, I don't think we kind of talked over it when it was introduced. Oh, we haven't talked about the love burn yet. But didn't she bring it over earlier, right? They mm -hmm. mentioned it earlier. Yeah, we haven't talked about this yet. How do you feel about uh, a living a living thing being the embodiment of your relationship or having it hinge upon your relationship? I mean, I don't. I love a nice houseplant gift. That's mm -hmm. a beautiful gift. I don't think it represents 
love I like the metaphor of like yeah. you have to water something and let it grow and take care of it but I wouldn't be pissed if someone killed the plant I gave. <laughs> yeah. And and ferns famously easy to super easy. Man, maintain. It's like a desk plant. You keep yeah. it at your desk indoors with fluorescent lights. Gotta give a succulent if you're gonna do this. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I don't know how I could. I, I I'm actually curious how it died. Did she sabotage it? Did she like pour diet coke in there? Oh. Or is he really that bad that he couldn't take care of a fern? Yeah. In which case, she's justified, right? In which case, she's Absolutely. in the right. Yeah. He has a beautiful apartment from New York as well. <laughs> yeah, weird. a lot of spa- exposed brick. Yeah. The decorations, not a big fan of, though. But it, it, it fits him. It suits him. Yeah. I don't know about people having framed taxi uh, pictures in New York, though. What do you mean framed taxi? What's a taxi picture? Like a picture of a taxi with frames around it. Oh, that's New York. In the bedroom? But that's New York. <laughs> That in a basketball game? Hey, it's New York. We got taxi cabs, you know? What about a photo of the Empire State? You got a problem with that? You got a problem with all of us. Yeah, we love taxis. Yeah, forget about it. (laughs) Forget about it. I don't like this. If I was her, I would leave. I would just end the assignment right there. I don't like it when people uh, uh, resort to insults. Screaming, yeah. I'm very sensitive to that, so that's when I would have broken up. I feel like that counts as losing him, right? Well, you know what happens next? Right. Lost but not gone. Oh, or whatever no, I'm going to say. So these guys... Four, four, and I agree. Like, yeah, like, he is, he is of the right mind right now. He's thinking rationally. These two friends... For what? They don't, they're not going to get a promotion. This is just an account. This is just like a gig, right? So like, yeah. I wish there was higher stakes for him. Yeah. That's very fair. Like, if you land this, you're in an open world office yeah. in downtown Manhattan. It's like, we get to have our own office, dude. Guys, I'm available to uh, doctor up your scripts if you need some help. Come <laughs> on. Therapy. Five, six days in couples therapy. Again, oh, again, it's a wrong comment. It's a movie. They really escalate things. Oh, he's got a balcony. Oh, I do love this, though. Yes. This is his grand gesture. But again, is it Andy making a grand gesture? It's this fool making a grand gesture. So that was great. That was amazing. But why is he going through all this to win her over? Sugar puss. Holy moly. I'd be like, get up, sir. Absolutely not. <laughs> Did you just call me sugar puss? Did you just <laughs> imply the fact that my vagina has sugar in it? <laughs> I Yeah, I don't like sugar puss. Love sugar tits. I think that's hilarious. Where's sugar tits from? I have no idea. Okay, we'll have to do some research. Yeah. <laughs> the etymology of sugar tits. Yeah, sugar puss just feels wrong. It feels, yeah, it feels yucky. It feels... Sugar tits um, feels funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because we don't usually put words in front of yeah. it feels like, tits. Um, like and then sourpuss, I think, is also where we get sugar puss oh. from. Like where we, where we have like a aversion to it. Yeah. You put anything in front of the word puss, it's always going to be bad. You put anything in front of the word tits, it's always going to be like lighthearted. It'll be funny. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Guys, comedy rule right there. You guys want to make, we always want to make a joke even better. Put tits at the end. That's like a nice little. Uh, <laughs> the line. I love you, Benji, but I don't have to like you right now. Yeah. 
She's good. She's light on her feet. I like that. Oh, she is. He, she, see, he's not together. She's together. Yeah. I do like that. This is wild. This oh, is wild. Okay. This deserved an Oscar. Yeah. From Catherine Hahn. <laughs> <laughs> this look is amazing. Oh, yeah. What a shrink. Okay, now actually I might say it now. Like, because again, Catherine Hahn did an amazing job, whatever. But like, this, I think this should have been the other friend. Maybe. Of, of course. Because yeah. in terms of characterization, she yeah. was the one that was like, you know, kind of like down in the dumps and she like had a hard time speaking up for herself. So to be able to like improvise a whole uh, psych uh, a therapy session, yeah. I don't know if she could do that. The other friend, bit more together. Yeah. But she's the one that owes her a favor. Too soon. You're right. You're right. Then I would like to have seen that, uh, like her game, her characteristics uh, uh, applied here, where she is more shy and she's like, I think you guys are, you know, not communicating. Like, she's so bold right now. She's a different person. Fun. Still fun. Captain Han can play anything. Oh, yeah. Just from a writing standpoint, a little bit uneven. Yes, you do. No, I do not. Again, gaslighting. I do not have the makeup is so early 2000s. It's amazing. Getting close to having the style? Yeah. So that wouldn't work nowadays? No, no, no. Like very light, shimmery eyelids, like pale lips. Maybe it's coming back. Who knows? If I don't know, I, I, I'm not, I, I don't like follow makeup trends. So if I saw that, I'd just be like, okay, it's a made-up woman. I wouldn't think like, oh, that's a little bit out of date. It's all neutrals right now and wings. If you saw this woman with this makeup today looking like this, what would you assume then? Like, oh my gosh, she has she's updated her style or like she's like old fashioned. She's I think actually she was you know when some really eccentric, cruel people like have their own style? I think something like that. Yeah. Like they're alternative. Or like retro, like if you saw like a woman dressing like in eighties fashion, yeah. you'd be like, that's cool. Exactly. Yeah. So if I saw this, I'd be like, Oh, she's doing like this Paris Hilton thing. I love it. Actually, I'm gonna double down. This is actually really terrible because not only are they gaslighting him, him, but now they're getting a therapist involved in it. So it's really, it's really fucking with his mentality, like his mental health. Maybe you should get a room. I think that's pretty messed up. You are hitting on our shrink. Yes, you are, and you are a pathological flirt. Five seconds ago, I'm gay. Now I'm a pathological flirt. I slept with him. Oh, He's a good voice of reason. <laughs> That's a great voice of reason, right? <laughs> First she said I'm gay, now I'm a pathological flirt. Which is it? I love it. She's her acting icon. Top notch, top notch. Yeah. Of course he is. Of course he is. You are. How do you keep your face? Yeah, she's a good comedy crier. Hard to do. Because yet, here's the thing about comedy crying: you gotta sell it. If I feel like it's a joke, I'm just like, are you fucking laughing about that? This is a joke right now? But you have to like sell it. Oh, yeah. You want to talk to the whole family? You can talk to the whole family. And here it is. You go to Staten Island, spend the weekend with them, Andy. Now that is a positive idea, Ben. See? And again, here's Andy, total control freak. She's been driving and steering the boat this whole time. But now it's our uh, our buddy here, right? And she's like, now you have to do this, you know? So here's the first time we see Andy out of her element. So it's interesting that if it wasn't for that, they never would have gotten this, and you never would have fallen in love with yeah. uh, old Benny Berry. I think it would have been in the card game. I think that's when I would have fallen in love with him. Not like, I don't know, not love, but I would have been, okay. I'm, you would have told the boss, around. though. 
Yeah. You were at that at that uh, fancy party at the, to the boss. Like, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess I am. <laughs> you would have had that moment. <laughs> Mom, we're here. I don't not love him. <laughs> uh, that's my dad when he was an ensign in the Navy. He got stationed here like 10 years ago. Bullshit. Uh-oh. Hey, Did you, have you ever played bullshit? Uh-huh. <laughs> Before or after this movie? After this movie, okay. you learned, did you most learn it things in my life came out. Of oh yeah, did you learn it from this movie? No, it was like a summer camp game. Yeah, you know? yeah, I played it before, um, and I lo- I love that they 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 put it in here because they, they could have done like bridge, they could have done what are, what else do families play? Oh, it's perfect. Oh, yeah. And again, you know Glenda. You've been talking to her. You've been calling your mom, telling how much you love her. Yeah. Continuity. I would love this. Would be a dream afternoon for me. Yeah. Well, this deck in general, this patio, like, yeah, amazing. With these characters. The fact that have, yeah, that's the other thing wow. too. You know, like. I don't know if they've ever really properly labeled them. Obviously, there's the parents, but I think that's like a brother-in-law, and I think that's like an uncle, you know? And like, yeah. To know that like they're just always in and out of here, you know, weaving in and out. It's like a sitcom. It's a family, yeah. My favorite kind of hangout is one that's going terribly wrong. I think that's the funniest time. Like, I'd rather go to a show that's totally awful because then you're sharing and, like, bonding and mm-hmm. instead of being like, yeah, that, that was a great show, you know? Uh, uh, have you ever like uh, met a partner's family before? Oh yeah. And is is it like a warm? It's n- it's never to this level. It's but, never bullshit. Yeah. yeah but yeah. it's always it's always warm and and fun. Have you you're not looking like you've had the same experience. Uh, I've I've met plenty of them, but uh, I forgot. Um, I'm having a separate conversation about this. I feel like fathers in general never like. Uh, uh, a guy that's dating their daughter. Interesting. I feel like there's always some level of threats or some level of. Uh, I, I feel like they see right through me, which they kind of do. It's like, you know what I'm about. <laughs> okay. You get it. You what know? are you about? Like, trying to take your daughter home, trying to make out with her, yeah. trying to get her to, you know, to stay out later than, than, than you would like. Right. You know? No, I'm great with parents. Parents love me. Yeah, I, I guess that's like part of it's like a confidence thing. You have to kind of roll in there and be like, oh my God, like, you know, you have to like play the part. And if you kind of come in there just like kind of like uh, standoffish, then they like, they assume mm-hmm. the worst about you. Mm-hmm. And then they're right, you know. I'm like a classic romantic though. If I mean the yeah. parents, I'm already in it for the for the long haul. Oh, gotcha, so gotcha. hopefully that comes across. I always had to, yeah, I feel like I always beat parents at the wrong, like I didn't, like it wasn't like, like, hey, come over for Thanksgiving dinner. It's always right. just like, come pick me up. And then like, ding dong, ding dong. Yeah. And they answer. And I'm just like, oh, hi, I'm here to pick up your daughter <laughs> for activities. So come you on in. You to pick up a lot of girls from their parents' oh. houses and your dating escapades. I mean, not at, like, I, I try to, <laughs> jeez. Uh, I guess it always, like, uh, uh, to some point, yeah, you're right. At some point, I, I pick them up from their parents' houses. Um, and, like, I remember one of them, I, I, it really bothered me because it was like, hey, I'm outside. And she's like, oh, come in and say hi to my folks. And I was like, I, I have, like, no pre-warned, what's his name? What is his, int- like, you know, I like to come in prepared. Yeah. 
it's nice, yeah, knowing that it's happening. Yeah, so I could plan for it or get mentally prepared for it. But like, if I'm outside, it's like, hey, just come on out. She's like, actually, I'm gonna take a while. Come see my parents. Yeah. And I know the expectation is if I don't, right? Yeah. But I'm just gonna wait out here. That makes me look it's bad. It's a scary I, thing. I had to, to deliver. Yeah. Know? Hi, how's it going, Mister Blah Blah Blah? Yes. We're gonna go see a comedy show. You are you a fan of comedy? Oh ha ha ha! Very funny. This is my favorite kind of parent bonding when you kind of like team up against up your against spouse. Them? Oh, that's, that's nice. Fun. Yeah. But all out of love, of course. Yeah. I love that too. I love that he tried to like mansplain it and she's like putting it back in his face. Mm-hmm. But here's why I don't preach. I wish that she actually could beat him at bullshit. But the fact that this is, again, it furthers this whole gaslighting thing. <laughs> right? It's like this guy's living in a psychological horror <laughs> where everything he knows is like a lie. You know, even his family, like, you, ha- you turned your family against me and yeah. they're screwing me over and bullshit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. that Must have been improvised. <laughs> That's when I would be calling him up. Yeah, yeah. No, no, like, this whole family, this is so sweet. And rom-coms do this all the time. They always just, like, when, once you meet the family, that always endears you to them. But I, don't, I just wish she would have beat him out of her own, her own battle. Why were all his other girlfriends bullshit losers? It's right here. Oh, right then. Uh, yeah, you got him? Yeah? Hook, line, and sinker. We got him. We got him. Yeah, actually, uh, I thought about this too yesterday. I was like, I, I just, that's a, a very effective, very powerful moment, very moving. I don't want to take anything away from that. But it would have been just all the more if they just had, at earlier in the movie, pointed out the fact that, like, what's the deal with you and your family? She's like, I don't really, you know, yeah. I don't really keep it up with my folks. We're not really close. So then it would make that so much sweeter. That's so smart. Guys, again, I'm available for script yeah. I love this one because you're going to see a, a stunt double in a second. <laughs> But it's an amazing stunt. I'm amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a shot that they did it uh, for this movie. But just keep an eye on uh, Matthew Conte. You're going to see him gain about 40 pounds in a second. Just wait for it. <laughs> this is sweet, right? She was scared of motorcycles. Now he's teaching yeah, her. It's a new moon moment yeah. right here. But wait a second. There's some foreshadowing happening too. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, forgot if she, I forgot if he said it, but there was this nice little foreshadowing line where he says... I like motorcycles because you can weave around traffic. Um, Keep that stored away, folks. Keep that pin somewhere in your head. Why does it? Why does it matter to have a motorcycle to help you weave through traffic? Oh, here it is. Here it is. Use less gas. No traffic jam. Park wherever the hell you want. Boom. Let's keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen. That's a big old puddle right there. Would you toss your ice cream? I'd want to keep that for myself. It's ruined. It's got, it's got uh, street water on it, so I think I would throw it. Oh, here we go. Yeah. This is the scene. Does this feel very Jacob and Kristen? I wish you yeah, this yeah. new moon all the way. Yeah. You know what, man? That's what's wrong with me and my relationships. That's what, it's never worked out because I've never, I need to learn how to ride a motorcycle, then teach a woman how to, how to ride it. There we go. I don't know, man. It feels dangerous. Tell that to... Well, if I was a werewolf, it wouldn't be as dangerous, yeah. right? Because I could just pick that motorcycle up, apparently. They want the danger. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's the payoff. 
I love a bathroom that needs like you have to turn the tap to a very <laughs> specific angle. <laughs> Everything all right? Okay. Oh no, it's more than okay. Mm. Oh. I love everything about this house. The noise, the smells. Oh. Okay. So I I I didn't realize it now, but like this movie again, so well written, so compact. All the beats in the first half are all the like the oh my god beats, right? Mm -hmm. And then here, oh my, oh, we are getting those rom com. We, like the, the, we got the comedy beats early in the first half. Now it's all the romance beats. Yeah. They're stuffing it in hard. Oh, this line. You can't break his heart now, Andy. You gotta, you gotta marry this. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta stick through to the end. That's like the other thing about. Uh, so every time I watch uh, every episode, you don't. I don't know if you ever got to this, but like every episode, I always have like a secret thesis, like my secret reading of it. So my secret thesis of this movie, to be honest, this is a movie about two sociopaths discovering <laughs> that they have emotions. <laughs> I'm here for it. She's for the very first time. She's like, I think I like warm. <laughs> like, I think Aww. I like family. <laughs> and then for him, he's just like, I think I'm ready to like pick a woman over my career. Yeah. You know? I think you're right though. We should have gotten something about her family yeah. being distant. Would have been more effective. Yeah, but yeah. these two are like so. Like, if you really think about like the the thing that they're uh, venturing upon, they are it is very sociopathic. It's such disregard yeah. for the other person, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, this was the first sex scene I've ever watched with my parents. <laughs> oh, really? Uh-huh. I think I mentioned this to you before. So, yeah, the first time I saw this movie, uh, I saw this on a plane. It was like a 16-hour ride to China. Oh, shit. So you watch a lot of movies. You watch a lot of them. But uh, this was one of them. Uh, I think I would have seen sex scenes uh, with my folks by then, you know? But this was just such, like, a really fun movie. And I think, again, this is not weird to say. I think it earns the sex scene. It I think this does. is because we had two false starts. Yes. So this wouldn't be one where I was like nervous for my parents. I think it was one of those things where I was like, well, mom, it's date seven. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We, according to the rules in which you raised me by, date seven is the appropriate this time to have one. sex. You know? Yeah. Have you ever been on a, on a ferry for a date? No. <laughs> no bodies of water. For no, no. <laughs> the Toronto ferry was. I've done. I guess only one date on it. But it was, Romantic though, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, and then you get to the island. It's a whole thing. Wait, Toronto's an island? It, well, it's uh, the Toronto Island is off the coast, and there's a amusement park oh, there. It's a Toronto zoo. island. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't been pointing out where Toronto is or where New York is. Oh shit. <laughs> This is probably all Toronto, right? This, this exterior is our New York. Yeah, this, this is probably Toronto. This is Toronto right here. Do you have yellow taxi cabs? No, they so they no. buy the. Shut up, really? Mm -hmm. While they imported all those different taxi cabs. Yep, this yep. is her his first time seeing her apartment, by the way. That's pretty wild. This is your show in Toronto. Yeah, she has seen. She's met his parents, uh, and he hasn't seen her apartment yet. Thinking about her right now, she knows she has to break up with him by the next day. Like that's her mission. So the fact that she's stringing him that's along, that takes a lot of you conviction. Know. Yeah. <laughs> Are you calling me your girlfriend? Yeah. Quick. I, I, I don't know. 
it may sound really flippant. Just quit your job, Andy. I'd just be like, I'd write the article. I'd say this is what was going on. Oh, lie? Just make it up? Yeah, but yeah. now I'm into you. And well, like, she's a journalist. She has integrity, so I don't know. Nah. I don't think she can lie. <laughs> I think she has to write the truth. The better people. She, studied, she has a master's, remember? So she's it's probably like uh, lesson one in journalism 101. Like you got to so mean what you say and say what you mean. If this was my like seventh Knicks game, I'd be like, that's enough. <laughs> I know, yeah. Uh, so here's the thing: like, I I love the movies. I love going to movie dates, but I know that oh, that's very unpopular as a thing. So I know, like, if I'm dating someone, I only have maybe two, three movie dates. So oh, I space them out. You know, smart. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's like, I'll, oh yeah, for like maybe like the first week movie date. Then I gotta wait like a month before I just do my next movie date. You know. That's very smart. Movie yeah. dates are hard too because you can't talk yeah. to her again. So like I get it. It's my world. It's not your world. So yeah. uh, uh, the fact that they've gone on like, yeah, like three <laughs> different. It's everything's basketball, basketball, basketball. In a week. Yeah, very wild. But then I would say if I met a, a girl who was willing to go all like, do you want to do another movie date? I think I might marry her. Yeah. Another one? <laughs> yes. So I'm on board. Let's do it. The way um, to your heart. Wait, really quick. I just had a theory. I don't know if this is the case. But the, the, the Knicks tickets, right? This is day 13. So this would have been after the breakup. I think that the, the grand finale should have been at the Knicks game. And I think they just couldn't do it. Interesting. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, he would have, like, I don't know. Some, either, like, on the kiss cam or, like, on the free throw shot or whatever. He would have, like... Andy, you're a very terrific girl. I love you, blah, blah, blah. I think it should have Because he would have given her a ticket. He would have had a ticket. And they would have yeah, been there. They would have gone separately. But I think they realized, like, I think the Knicks are like, hey, no. That's enough. You can't shoot anymore. And they're like, oh, okay. What should we do then? A bridge? A Toronto yeah, bridge? <laughs> Toronto bridge. We'll shoot in Toronto. Folks, get ready for the best dress. Oh, my God. Uh, lost my mind. There it is. Oh. Everywhere across America, <laughs> Americans are discovering. They're awakening. Yeah. Oh, I'm attracted to women. That was it. Yeah, that was the moment. Yeah. The back turn. I was like, no more men. Yeah. The back turn, too. Like, I don't know if backless dresses are, like, out of fashion. You just don't see them anymore. Yeah. But when you see her, you're like, wow, oh. every dress should be backless. Yeah. It's like the daintiness of the fabric. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Silk or something, yeah. But also, weather-wise, what's going on? He's he's layered up. He's, he's got three, he's got three piece suit on. <laughs> and she's backless. She doesn't have one of those scarf shawl things. <laughs> scarf. Shawl. And everyone's got these like cold ass diamonds on their necks. Oh. How is everybody not like goosebumps all over? Those earrings must be so heavy. I didn't even think about that. That's wow. painful. Yeah. It's a couple therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Her hair too. What a woman! Stunning, oh yeah, gosh. stunning. They are such like a movie star couple. They're just so like homecoming king and queen. They just mm. so picturesque, right? Big time. He's a model. She's a model. You know, like. <laughs> this part is. I've always thought this was weird. Interesting. I've never. I guess I've never been like around high society. I've never been to a party where they just loan out jewelry right, like this. Right. But I also feel like Mr. DeLauer should not be like, mm, my lady, your neck is exquisite. We must show it off. <laughs> Sorry for that weird uh, accent. I don't know you what that so was. so many accents. <laughs> <laughs> Those, yeah. 
Oh, Mrs. Delauer as well. Yeah, what she's a, woman. a sketch character. Yes. That's a good Halloween costume. No one would get it. No, yeah. <laughs> no the they would think <laughs> they would think you're like Effie, whatever, from Hunger Games before they think uh, that you're this. <laughs> but here it is. Here it is, folks. Why was this included if not just to like? I guess it was just justification. Like, you know what would go great with this dress? Like a ten million dollar no. necklace. A big ass yellow diamond. They called the Isadora, and they're like, "How do we justify it?" Let's write a creepy scene. Isadora. <laughs> Where like the richest man in the world gives her an eighty-four carat diamond. That's crazy. Congratulations, you got her here. But the question remains: Does she or does he? Do you see what I'm saying? It's like one line that they just cut in half. <laughs> Why did she finish other lady sentences? Because it was one role. It was Judy Greer. And they had to cut it in half. They, they asked the director, whose line is this? And he's like, ah, it's a little difference. Uh, who knows? <laughs> the comma, before the comma is yours, after the comma is yours. <laughs> wow, their dresses are gorgeous. Yeah, I just want to say really quick, like, I, I mean, I'm kind of making fun of them. Like, those two women are the hero of their own story. Absolutely. Uh, 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 what's his face is uh, a villain, <laughs> you know. 100%. So the fact that they make those two women out to be like, oh, these are those two conniving, you know, ladies after his job. Like, no, he's stealing their jobs. And again, I think they wrote this just to justify the karaoke scene coming up. <laughs> so good. I know. Best scene. I'm very happy to meet you too. That's for sure. What, like this, like feather wig hat? My god. You think it's feathers? I think that's just like, honestly, cheap it's, polyester. It looks kind of like feathers. It could be, it could be. The There's not enough. <laughs> the color, like the texture of it absorbs all the light. So I can't see. You might be, you might be right. I don't you might know. be right too. We'll never know. Maybe it's a mix. <laughs> yeah. Philip, that's ridiculous. She couldn't possibly. Oh, that yellow dress. She might possibly. I think I'll go find out. What a creepy thing to say. Yeah. This is also like, if it wasn't, I mean, it's a movie, guys. It's a movie. It's a movie. It's a movie. Yeah. But like, you go to your your boyfriend's uh, work party, and his boss walks up to you to ask if you're in love with him. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yes. I'm Philip Warren. I mean, I would lie too. I feel like, right? Yeah, I'd be like, if oh. I, yeah. If I had a partner, like, if I'd be a holiday party, like, oh, so like, do you love her? I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, oh my god. It's like gosh. weird small talk. I'm in, I'm in so in love with her. What about you? Are you in love with her? Yeah, yeah, my god. Weird oh no, combo. you're her boss? Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is so well done. No? Because look, she's telling the story with her eyes. Good enough for me. So good. Yeah. And I love this woman too. This is so like real. And I wish she would have. I wish he would have respected that. I wish he would have respected her wishes. Yeah. Why the fuck would he do that? What a piece of shit. Hey, hello, gentlemen. <laughs> hey, your girlfriend loves you. She told me not to tell you, but uh, she does. 
Yeah. I wanted to rob you of that moment when you first tell each other right? the first time. Yeah. I'm going to take this for myself. You, you win. Get ready to pitch. Okay. So really quick. They designed a, a, a situation where they both can't possibly win. Either they stay together and fall in love or they break up. This movie, though, if you think that that's the only possibilities, how could you have both? How could you fall in love and break up? Ooh, get ready for it. Because this move right here. Golden. Chef's kiss, how they pull it off. Art. Pretty much. Warren told us so. You don't mess with my man, Ben. Your man, Ben, is a cheater. The girl has known about the bet from the beginning. She was playing along so Ben would win. Tell him mm-hmm. to enjoy the show. I will say the queer coding in all four of these characters, beautiful. Oh, interesting. They all seem gay to me. For each other as well. <laughs> For each other? Yeah. Yeah, like... Hey. I, 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 the thing I like about rom-coms too, like, uh, my favorite trope is like when everybody gets paired up by the end. Mm-hmm. So I would have just have loved it if there was just like a little inkling, like, uh-huh. you know, like they leave in the same cab. Just, that's all I need. Mia yeah, like as much as Disney will give us, right? Just yes. like <laughs> the tiniest little hints, yeah. That like, oh yeah, they could be queer. See what I mean? So he already won, but that doesn't mean he also can't lose. <laughs> She's got to win too. And also this, this lady, I hate her for this. Yeah. It's like you're an editor in chief and you're just spilling all your trade secrets. Here it is. She did a great job with the script that she was given. Because listen to the way she reads it, the way she, like, she kind of drifts off when she realizes that he's the guy. <laughs> it's so hard to sell. <laughs> Look at that. Mm-hmm. Kind of a sloppy line. <laughs> Your crow, Your I crow. love that. <laughs> so it's like it's like such a sloppy line. It's like it's like so abhorrent and like so extreme. And, and then she had to just like, how do I how do I turn this around? And she did a great yeah. job, I think. Where it's just <gasps> uh, <now sighs> yeah. Oh, here it comes. The ladies do look lovely. Please help me give a warm welcome to our special guests of the evening. Mr. and Mrs. Frederick DeLauer. Oh my God. I would be super sus too if I just saw him all over her. It's like, did you just win that account? But you're also. Absolutely. Okay, I had to look this fool up. So this is apparently like a real guy. This is a EGOT winner. <laughs> like, they got. Yeah. They got an EGOT guy just to. I don't know, play like two bars of a song and then stop. Oh, so What good. a big get. This must have been like a favor or something, right? <laughs> he doesn't have a line. If I had an EGOT, I'd want to absolutely. Oh, actually, you're right. If yeah. I had an EGOT, I'd be like, hey, any bit next? parts, any like just like one day yeah. shoots, if you need me, I don't even want to have a line. Because you you've already done it all. Yeah. Put me on these rom coms. I just want to look befuddled. Yeah. <laughs> Put me on stage with. Kate Hudson. Yeah. I want to sit in front of a panel, but I don't want to touch a key. Do you think 
uh, McConaughey could sing in real life. I know Kate Hudson can. That's why I ask. I, I'm on the fence. I think he could surprise me with a weird country thing, but I would say mm. no, like as a guest. He does not. Yeah, he doesn't strike me as a singer. Yeah. Oh man. He strikes me as a hummer. Yes, I, I say this a lot. He is the master of sound effect acting. Mm. He does a lot of like. <laughs> Like, not in this movie, unfortunately, but in most other movies that he does, he's always like, Oh. I love this. Turn it back on Let's get one more look at that backless dress, though. Let it turn around. Please. that champagne glass? That's what color that is. That's champagne. What does that mean? Went from a little martini glass or champagne glass? Oh, wait a second. That's character development, I think. I caught it. Oh my gosh. I know you got winner, but can you play Carly Simon? I trained my Emmy to get to do this. (laughs) We're dancing, by the way. You can't see us, but we're dancing. Ruben. Oh, butchering the words. (laughs) She's loving it. I'm loving it too. That's us. Why are we making fun of Ms. DeLauer? We are Ms. DeLauer. <laughs> oh, so good. I think this is like <laughs> the age when I discovered cringe. Like, oh, this is cringe. <laughs> this, is cringe. <laughs> this is like so awkward, I can't look at it. Oh, no, I love it. Tone deaf and drunk is not a good thing. Tone deaf and drunk. You fooled me to win a bet, and you should feel This should have been a Knicks game. You made me miss the big game. <laughs> I missed a big game. I didn't realize they were rhyming. <laughs> so I see the subtitles. He actually got his Oscar from this movie. I know, and this is like, this is the thing that cinched it. That's yeah. so funny. Thanks, guys. Oh, Marvin. Why is she wearing these in her diamond? I love it. Again, this seems a little unnecessary to me, but. Yeah. I'm trying to think of why they did this. These two deserve each other. Okay, so we talked about PDA before. How do you feel about public arguments? Oh, this makes me so uncomfortable. Have you ever been a part of one? No, 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 no. Me neither, but like low-key, I want to be in one. <laughs> I really, uh, and I wish I would have done this earlier. I wish I would have done this in my early 20s. I really want like a toxic, bad romance just to get it out of the way, get in my belt. But I would, I would love to have one of these moments in public and just like get it out of my system. I don't really feel like I could do, get away with it now. Yeah, I'm just not a, I'm not an angry person. It, I've never screamed in a... You've never had someone uh, for a magazine, magazine article trick you into loving them though? Well, yeah, and I actually wrote a book about it. Oh wow! Which okay. is what this movie's based on. Okay, okay, okay. And you and you handle you, you handle it with 
the class. You didn't. It did. Yeah. I. This is definitely one of the movie magic moments. You can. You can teach us a thing or two about composure. (laughs) Composure. (laughs) She's not living up to the name. That great. You know what? We uh, hate to see you walk away, but we love to see you in the dress. Backless dress. (laughs) Whatever the saying is. Oh. What a beautiful dress. This one or the other one? Oh, the yeah, no. the yellow <laughs> one. Not this one. It's not one. <laughs> not, not editor this like, in chief. <laughs> uh, super villain dress. It's true, like Edna mode. Yeah, I kind of hate this moment. I feel like they kind of robbed us of the like. What was it all for? Yeah. And because apparently, like, yeah, yeah, you can wear anything, but it's not anything. Wherever the wind blows. Yeah. I wish they would just let her have it, but then she, I still don't she want it because. It yeah, yeah, yeah. She rejects it because. The cost, at what cost, you know, I had to sell my soul for this. Yeah. What about religion, poverty? Because honestly, like, again, she, uh, uh, she's a very uh, uh, strong character. She's very control of, like, everything. So the fact that, like, all this amounted to nothing, I feel like, you know, you could you could trick old Ben Barry, but you can't trick Andy Anderson. She's too sly. She's too cunning. She would have She would have seen this coming. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for Bye-bye, Lana. Yeah. And thank you for making it easy for me to turn down. Ooh, love it. Yes! Oh, Kay Hudson. Walk away, girl. Nah, I mean, look, it's not something I'm proud of. Obviously, if I could do it over again, I'd do some things differently, you know? Kay, it's good to talk to you, though, man. It really is. (laughs) Fucking (laughs) talk. So there you go. That dog was a good thing. I love it. I love it when things that you originally did not think was a good thing and now it's a good thing. Comes back around. Does look at the Knicks tickets. You gotta go to the Knicks game. You gotta have you gotta had the climax there. Go ahead, because I'm not going. Oh, sorry. Um, we 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 hit the third act a while ago. We're in the third. We're like in the middle of the third act right now. We're just too into it. Yeah, I like to tell people where the act breaks are. I feel like I've, I've found that a lot of people don't recognize acts. You're doing the right thing. They have a hard time. Yeah, if you I don't think if you write or if you're in the yeah. the know, you, yeah. Uh, the third think. act started when they entered the ball, or maybe even the dress. I would say even the dress is the third act. Oof, yeah. Coming. Uh oh. Okay, but this dude. <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> okay, no, no, this is fun. But like, I don't. I. I because her story is supposed to be this also like this own self, like her own journey of like, you know, self uh, worth and whatever. I just feel like he's just a, such a, like a, a, a wimpy wiener guy. Yeah. They could, here's the thing. I don't have, I think like writing wise is perfect, whatever. You don't have to make him like cancer or whatever, but like cast a better actor, a little more charisma, a little bit more pizzazz. <laughs> yeah. You can dress him just like this too. He just has to like say his words with a little bit more va 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 voom. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. Like, get a haircut and then we can talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I like, you know, I love that, like, he expressed it that way. Yeah. I just want your perfume back. Sweet. Okay. 
But you I... mean like sell it, sell it, sell that you're heartbroken when you walk away. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Um. Those are ugly flowers. She's doing a great job. Great kiss. Yeah. You know, but if I was Kate Hudson, I would be like, you could do better, sweetie. Yeah, I'd be like, you're Catherine Hahn, girl. Yeah, yeah. This is the same guy that dumped you 10 days ago. Don't forget. Yeah. You deserve better. By the way, horrible, disgusting commercial. Was it Who Needs Men? Yeah, Who Needs Men? Frost yourself. Would that make you want to buy a diamond? Because I don't want to buy a diamond. You can you roll your R's? Frost yourself. I can't do it. Frost yourself. Who needs men? I can't believe that that's what they went with. Meanwhile, the Judys were like, diamonds are rare. You know, you're, Don't forget, you're a diamond too. You know. And Matthew McConaughey wrote that tag. Yeah. Who needs men prostitutes? Who needs men? I wanted to commit to a certain silly dating faux pas. No. What I didn't realize was that I was making... Why is this guy reading composure? Of all. I'm telling you, queer coding. Maybe. I think that one of the Judys for redemption should have been the one that gave it to him. Both of them, in fact, because we can't have one without the other. They don't exist. So both of them just like... You know, Ben, I gotta, I gotta give it, to, I gotta hand it to you. This yeah. commercial is pretty good. <laughs> By the way, did you read this it's article? Yeah. <laughs> I can't say that with a straight face. <laughs> By the way, this commercial is pretty good. Yeah, this but like in the in the in the reality of the movie, they the two the two the Judys would have been like, Ben, I gotta give it to you. You did a great job. You yeah. knocked it out of the park. By the way, have you read the article? I would I would look into it. You exactly. Know, your use it. of who needs men. Mm -hmm. Beautiful setup for your ah. tag. <laughs> Loved it. That actually yeah, aligns with our that, that aligns with our lifestyle. So great. <laughs> Holy crap. Where's Annie Anderson? Uh, she's not here. Where is she? She quit. She's got an interview in March. Holy shit, when she quit. She I don't think I remember Today. that part. When? She walked down on Laura. Oh <laughs> duh. I thought she was just saying no the promotion and staying here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little Twizzler prop acting? Yeah. There we go. He almost got her with that pot. Did you see that? I, I, he's Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. Extra, I'd be <laughs> like, what hit the her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that's like a plastic vase. <laughs> oh. He almost got her. He almost chased her down. Wait, she's moving? I guess. To Washington. But she didn't get the job yet. Come on, slow down here. This should be a phone interview at most. I get it, you gotta have this third act, but should have been at the Knicks game. Uh, but also, how did he lose the taxi cab? Yeah, this is all Toronto. This is all Toronto? Mm -hmm. Could it could have fooled me? It did fool me. <laughs> Now she has the curls instead of the blowout. I didn't realize that. That's to signify that she's changed. Now she's more in touch with her roots. She's less uh, grims, less yeah. controlled. Yeah. Oh, her yeah. Go. I'm just going to throw myself to Washington, see what the world take, gives me, see what the wind blows at me, which yeah. is going to be politics, finance, religion, poverty. Oh, go get her. I love this. 
He's not so good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Do you think that's where the TikTok trend started? What's the TikTok trend? It's like a. And then there isn't glass, but it looks like. Oh, you break it? You break the glass? Yeah, yeah, maybe. There it is, folks. You can stop anywhere in traffic and park anywhere. Ben, please. Is this true? Or are you just trying to sell magazines? Oh. I meant every word. Well, where are you going? Oh. I have an interview. Yeah, in Washington. I know. You know everything, don't you? Jeez. Again, this isn't your movie, Matthew. Yeah. I really yeah. wish in the article she wrote something to him. Meet me at the Knicks game. And then that way it would have been her move. It would have been her move to him. And he accepts it. And it's like the fourth quarter. And then they're like, well, what's going to go on? And he shows yeah. up with the Coke. He's just like, we're not going to miss this shot. <laughs> isn't that a better ending? Closing shot, basketball hoop. Swish. Bam. Yeah, I think that would have been better. And I, 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 I will attest, I think that's the original ending. Because this is actually really abrupt. It's, it's about to end, long. like, right now. Yeah, it really does feel abrupt. Excuse me? Oh, bullshit. <laughs> I do love that. I do love the bullshit. I love that. Oh. Bullshit. <laughs> hey, lady, what do you want to do? Yes, remind us where we're at. Add, hey, lady. <laughs> add urgency to the moment. Hey, lady, what do you want to do? Yes or no? Mr. Bammy. <laughs> a phone call for you. It's Andy. <laughs> it's Andy. <laughs> you bet I am. Aww. You we bet love love. And like, we get this, this, this kiss. And truly, this is the end of the movie. We're going to see credits in like 30 seconds. Yeah. Uh, so we don't really get a, 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 what's it called when there's a little story at the ending? It's true. What's it called when there's epilogue? We don't really get an epilogue with Yeah, we don't two. see where they go from here. They could have gotten hit by a car in this bridge. Like, how do they get off this bridge? We don't know. <laughs> they just jump. It's not important. We got our happily ever after. Yeah. <laughs> they live under that bridge for the rest of their lives. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right. So, uh, everybody, that's been 10 Things I... No, no, no. <laughs> How to lose a guy in 10 days. <laughs> How to lose a guy in 10 days. All right. Well, uh, while the credits are playing, uh, let's just go over a couple of important uh, facts. Okay, give me one second. So the first of all, uh, Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey. I think this might be the first Kate Hudson um, rom-com I've done, but we've done plenty of Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Emily, thoughts on Kate Hudson as a rom-com lead? Oh, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, Absolute I would agree. Star. She carried both the comedy and the drama. Uh, and I can't believe she hasn't... Oh, you know, I'm so sorry. I did do Bride Wars. Have you seen Bride Wars? I've never seen Bride Wars. Bride Wars is a really great movie. Uh, and uh, she and Anne Hathaway have really excellent best friend chemistry in it. Um, I'm, I take it back. She's done a bunch of rom-coms. What am I talking about? She's done Mother's Day. Okay. I was going to say she should do some more, but uh, she's put in her work. She's done plenty. I would say this and Almost Famous, best performances of her. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, you know, like, you can't fake charisma. You can't fake charm and, and talent and acting. So, like, 
Yeah, like, uh, screw the nepotism arguments, Kate. Yeah, you earned it. She's a star. Yeah. Matthew Kane, also a great star. Um, hold on, I want to get make sure I get the order right for his rom-coms. Because like I mentioned, he made only four. I think this is his strongest one. Would you agree? I think so. And I think it's because of their chemistry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, undeniably, you know that they were like, Flirting. The, yeah. the director must have it to like, hey guys, go back to your trailers. Yeah, go get to know each other. We have to set up the next shot. Can you guys just like flirt yeah. elsewhere? They're both um, sarcastic. It works really nice. Yeah, I would say this is the best one. Then The Wedding Planner. Then Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. And Failure of the Launch is always my least favorite. This one's terrible. Have you seen this one before? Never. Don't watch it. <laughs> you have to do a hate watch. Uh, episode. Yeah, I'm. I, you know, I kind of need to just finish up the four. I do need to finish up and do it. But like, I'm telling you guys now, folks, it's gonna be a negative. Like, <laughs> I have mostly positive episodes, but sometimes you hear me like just hate watch it. I may have to just do it for that one. But that one is great because uh, um, Bradley Cooper's in it, and he does oh. a fun. He's a good rom com best friend. Yes. Yeah. There's also a really fun like B plot or C plot between, um, uh, um, what's his name, Justin. Uh, Bartha and uh, uh, Zoe Deschanel. They're oh. the actual rom-com to watch for. Okay. Yeah, but they're like the he's like they're like the both like the best friend characters. These two have like nada going on. This is just frigid. Easy. And then these two, wow, there's a little something here. Those are some fun names. But we're not here to talk about Failure uh, to Launch. Uh, all right, uh, this movie was directed by Donald Petrie or Petrie, and uh, like. This guy's a, I, I don't, like, you don't even know his name. Do you know his name? No. Nope. He's a nobody. But this guy's a rom-com legend because he directed Mystic Pista. He directed How to Lose It on 10 Days. Miss Congeniality, which is one of my favorite uh, rom-coms. I don't even know if it's a rom-com. And he also did Little Italy. So he has some misses too. But uh, yeah, like, this guy's done a lot of great uh, movies. Whoa. <laughs> the Equalizer? <laughs> this guy's directing uh, 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 Career's Been All Over the Place. Oh, Just My Luck? Have you seen Just My Luck? I have not seen Just My Luck. Oh my God, Chris Pine, uh, that's, I don't know. He, Chris Pine is beyond uh, rom-coms, but he's really good in that, uh, uh, Just My Luck. Cause um, he plays like this lucky guy. Oh, with Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, this was like oh. early Lindsay Lohan. So it was, it's like, he's a lucky guy and she's an unlucky girl and then somehow they switch their luck. So then he, like, Okay. Like he's like this like you know fancy rich guy, and then his life starts going bad, and her life starts yeah. looking up. It's fun. That's fun. Yeah, I don't even know it's a rom com now that I say it out loud. It's not very romantic. <laughs> um, all right. So in terms of writing, this movie has three writers. I believe two of them are a writing duo, Brian Regan and Kristen Buckley. Uh, yeah, and they they've only written Wonder and Two Dalmatians and How Easy Got Ten Days. And you heard me take this, I took this this script to task. Now, it's yeah. really good, it's really good, but I feel like, like I always wonder, like, how, like, why'd you stop? Why'd you stop? I mean, it sounds like a classic To Kill a Mockingbird situation. Oh, yeah? You've made your masterpiece. You think so? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I wonder how much of this stuff was also, like, producers or mm. um, directors. Yeah. Like, whenever that happens, I'm always like, I, don't, I think they must have gotten, like, a raw script. Like, we gotta punch this thing up a yeah. lot and then that's why they didn't um, do more with it yeah and, and if it's an adaptation that also adds like oh that's so it. true yeah 
But I think that this third dude, I always love to play like, mm, what happened here? There's a third writer, Burr Steers. This guy's written a lot of movies. Oh. Uh, actually, not a lot. He's written just a few more. Um, oh, He's just kidding. for the L word? Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> Igsby Goes Down, which I'm not sure must be some... Um, uh, 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 like independent film, how to lose a guy in ten days, how to lose a guy in ten days, and Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Charlie he also directed Saint it Cloud. too. Yeah, Charlie Saint Cloud. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Seventeen again, which is a okay. movie I love. So that's what I'm thinking. Like this dude had the most input, so that's why like his yeah. career kept going, and those other two didn't. But interesting. Uh, pretty tight script. I was only able to like you know nitpick a couple things. I'm being mm. I was being very nitpicky, but yeah, great rom com. Uh, all right. Uh, 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 last thing we usually talk about is the uh, how the movie performed and the the ratings. Uh, so uh, this movie had a budget of fifty million dollars, and I don't see it. Do you see it? How did they get fifty million dollars? No idea. Big yeah. stars. Maybe mostly to the budget. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking uh, 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 maybe the diamonds, but like this movie, a lot of apartment scenes. A uh, Nick's game. That must have been it. That makes sense. That must have been it. Yeah. Okay, uh, uh, but it doesn't matter how big the budget is because guess how much it made, guys? A hundred and five million just domestic. Wow! And I always tell people that that the, that's the benchmark. If you make a hundred million dollars, that's like it doesn't matter how big your budget is. If you hit hundred million dollars, like that's a success for everybody. And then uh, they made about another another seventy million worldwide. So uh, they made their money back and then some. Really successful uh, uh, movie altogether. Uh, and then finally, in terms of the critics, and uh, I say fuck these people, whoever these people are, forty-two <laughs> percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which means, like, and I always say this, like I don't trust critics. How can half of you no. be wrong? Because you're all wrong. This is a great movie. Uh, audience score redeems it though, seventy-seven percent. I'm in the seventy-seven percent. Are you in the seventy-seven percent? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, how? I don't know. They're wrong. They have it wrong. This movie. This all, is a everybody. banger. Yeah. You can't like the genre and not like this movie. That's how I feel about it. Uh, all right. Um, Emily, anything else you wanted to say about uh, uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? I think it's about time for a sequel. How would you pitch it? What would that <laughs> sequel look like? Ooh. I mean, social media influencer, blogger now has to be the kind of oh, you, new magazine. You think remake or you think sequel? You think Andy's like the... The, pup, the editor-in-chief, maybe? And she's, like, tasking some other young gal to... Yeah, I think it has to be a new couple. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you. I think I like that. And then, like, for him, I, I would want to change up the bet because I think that, that the whole bet that on his side was just, like, really backwards. I think flipping around, I think he says he can make any girl fall in love with him. No, wait. I think he says that, uh, uh, you know, girls are so clingy, blah, blah, blah. I bet you I can get a girl to, like, break up with me in 10 days, you know? How's this for, for a pitch for you? It's a gay couple. I'm already on board. One is, I can flip any straight girl in 10 days. I don't like this. <laughs> and the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the toxic, like, bad, bad to McConaughey side, right? Oh, my gosh. I like that. The straight, like, obviously not straight, mm -hmm. bi person, it becomes, like, a champion story for bi people and, like, bi inclusion in the queer community. I actually do love that. I do think that... Society's not ready for a no. queer comedy, a fully queer comedy, unfortunately, but I think they are ready for a bisexual comedy. And I would love to see the triangle in that manifest itself because I think that that is rife for a lot of drama, a lot of like, wow, like, you know, uh, it's a really tough decision to make. I also do like 
uh, putting that that notion on its head. Like I can turn any, you know. Yeah, because she's not really bi. She likes, oh. you know, dudes too. And it's such a thing in the community. So yeah. it'd be so fun to fight against it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's uh, my pitch. Also starring Kate Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. As long as Kate Hudson's in it, I'm on board. I'll green light yeah, with you. Yeah, and that yellow dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, and if, if you know what, uh, t- talking about movies, guys, we always have to like, you know, switch it up. I would say How to Lose a Guy in 11 Days. Yeah, oh no. you gotta, Just so that people That's recognize, <laughs> so they know that it's a sequel, <laughs> increase the number by one. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, well, that's going to go ahead and do it. Uh, well, actually, before we wrap up, Emily. Your plugs. Do you have anything you want to plug? Anything you wanted to promote? Oh my gosh. Well, our team, karaoke comedy, karaoke improv, we do shows usually once a month. We have one coming up in December, our December show. So follow us on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Definitely follow us uh, at karaoke improv. Or is it? Uh, let me look it up. <laughs> I think it's improv. We're I so good plug at this. We're really good at this. Yeah, I don't know what we're <laughs> Promotion <called. laughs> thing. Yeah, uh, uh, yes, Emily and I are on a improv team together. It's karaoke improv on Instagram. Perfect. Find us there. Um, and again, you can also uh, follow me on Twitter at wrongcompanionpod. Give us some recommendations. If you want to be a guest, hit me up. We'll make it work. Yeah. <laughs> Delta's over. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Um, all right, well, thank you so much for being our very first guest. Thank you so much for recommending a terrific rom-com. Of course, and, my uh, honor. Everybody else, can't wait to watch another rom-com with you in the future. Bye. Bye. Bye, Lana.